No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM Beaver Broadcast Radio Incorporated. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I'm sick. I won't be here today. I guess I will. All right. I could have called you. I could have said, oh, right here. 560 God? Randall Simmons is a real Geico customer, not a paid celebrity. So to help us tell his story, we hired an actual celebrity, Barack Obama's pastor, Jeremiah Wright. I was in my car headed out on a date when I had my accident. Accident! It was no accident! Not if there are black men in this country! I called Geico, and right from the start, I couldn't believe how helpful they were. Oh, yes, sir. They want you to believe, but I never believe the white man. Oh, no. Geico got me a loaner car and actually called ahead to the restaurant and explained why I was late. Well, I'm still waiting on an explanation. An explanation of how come racism in this country still exists. An explanation of how a black man has never been president. Can I get an amen? Geico. Real service, real savings, real insane celebrities. Oh, that's our station, man. That's QM. Real insane celebrities. Like that. We got jerks speaking of that coming up at 2. And then we got the DA show for the Mad Dog at 4. First pitch with Jesse Agnew. Boy, those Marlins are on fire, Chris. They're smoking it. Yep. That won't last. Dolphins, uh, all asses, 7 to 9. And John Linder for a DA, who's on earlier, of course, 9 to midnight. We're not going to have him doing double duty again. That's too much duty. Oh, boy. I have a warning for you people out there about Hull's no sugar added vitamin C drops, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, I guess I better do it now because when we get to this poll, too many numbers. Okay. Oh, there he goes again, mailing in the freaking numbers, that son of a bitch faggot. That's right, that's me. You know, I could solve this problem, although I, I sound okay, don't I? Yes, you do. A little bit scratchy, maybe? I had little, a couple of teeth. A little bit, a little horse. But, uh, yeah, a little keep, horse. keep on that T. In the third race, a little horse. Hot T, hot T. Oh, and speaking of horse, Dave Pallone, you've heard me mention him many times at the Meadows, even though you know nothing about it. He set a permutual record yesterday. He won 11 of the 14 races. All right. I'm sure that means something. A lot of money. Do you have any idea what that means to win 11 races in one day? Uh, no. Being tired? <laughs> I guess it means a lot. Uh-oh. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, sniffling. And okay. That's fine. Zombies. Blowing my nose. and Well, it goes with the territory. That's right. And those three people out there who actually care whether I'm alive or dead are probably saying, well, gee, what do you got, Neil? What kind of crud do you got? Well, I got um, either a cold or the flu or allergies. Remember I was telling you how um, I've been reading that many, many times you think you've got a cold and it's really allergies. And you get a raw throat and a runny nose and... Red eyes and headachy and tired and a lot of flu symptoms, but it's really just allergies. 
Right. We've had really bad air here the last few days. I mean, it's been beautiful. Like now it's sunny and like going to be 72 or whatever, but it's been polluted air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Smog alert, things right. like that. Burns your eyes. Get, huh? Burns your eyes. It burns, yeah, burns. So anyway, yesterday, I figured being the genius that I am, and I got, I got another whole bag of these, so that would solve my problem. <laughs> Although I, I'm going to tell you, I never want to be that sick again. I have never, yeah. ever felt so on death's door as I did yesterday, really? last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, my insides were like exploding. And I'm not just talking about from the... Uh, Rectum. No, I took care of that. I was able, luckily, not to uh, have another accident. Well, now that you're getting old, Neil, you have a lot of rectal problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, careful. A lot of ass problems. Well, that goes with the territory. But anyway, and of course, when you're full of crap like I am, it's, you, know, you never run out. But I got these no-sugar-added Hall's vitamin C drops, or cough drops, you know. Right. For the throat, to soothe your throat, which usually these kinds of things, like, like the regular Hall's mentholiptus, sugar-free, are fine. Now, I grant you, they have a little bit of um, sorbitol or one of those things in them. And if you have too many of them, it makes you crap your brains out. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Crap your brains out? I just you did. did. makes you crap a lot. But anyway, uh, and I looked on the back here on the label, and unfortunately, I didn't read it well enough. Because when I got home last night, and just sick as a dog, I mean, my insides were exploding. It felt like I had bowling balls rolling around in my intestine. <laughs> and I look on the back here, I don't find any of those ingredients like right. isomalt or maltitol or sorbitol or... Nothing at all. all. But it does say maximum two per day. Now, first of all, what kind of cough drop or throat lozenge two per day? Sure. What the good is that going to be? Oh, that's crap. That's not going to do you any good. Maximum right. two per day. Well, there must be a reason why it's maximum two per day. And, of course, I had only had 24 of them. There are 25 in a package. And you say, oh, 24? Well, yeah, you eat them like candy, you know. That's right. And that was over a period of a few hours. So I don't think I have to apologize for that. But, my God, and I have another whole bag of them in the other room. So I could start on them right now. you think I could have one now? Hey, we'll do an on-air experiment. How's that? Oh. Not if I'm going to feel like I did last night. We'll get night. some uh, bits loaded up, you know, all locked yeah. and loaded, ready. Yeah, bits, rhymes with. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm having the last one with this bag. They're very good. They're right. delicious. I, I might have had them. Pomegranate citrus. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they're very tasty. That sounds very good. Mm-hmm. No sugar added. Sans sucre ajout. Ajouté. See, in Canada, everything by law must be labeled. Every product right. must be labeled. In, in English frog. and in frog. Oh, and a nice job, by the way, with the frogs uh, winning the uh, series against the Bruins. And they went nuts in the streets in Montreal, burning up police cars and wrecking cars. Just going nuts. Bunch of damn stupid frogs. <laughs> they are. I mean, I haven't been all over the world, so I'm sure they can probably find some scummier people than the French Canadians. But I, and, and, you know, for years, before I ever went to Montreal, it was notorious in South Florida, the people in Hallandale and Dania and... Hollywood, just bitching and moaning about uh, the French Canadians who would come in the winter, the cheap frogs who wouldn't tip and with their speedos on a beach and acting maybe uh, the worst drivers. Mm-hmm. And, and now that I've been there a couple times, I mean, well, a few times, I won't go back. If I ever go back, what? Shoot uh, you? Bitch me out. All right. Love. Well, uh, so I got another whole bag of these, so maybe. I mean, I would think that one would be okay, wouldn't you? I would imagine. They're very good. And maybe you've already gotten it all out of your system. You know, maybe no, you uh, no. built up some no, tolerance. I no, I don't think so. No, really? Well, all right. We'll find out. I, I mean, I hope so, but well, what do you mean gotten it all out of your system? 
They give you the cramps without the M. <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. We're doing this, and we're not changing the poll again today. We started with over a thousand tallies on here, but it's a survey. You know, what's your uh, favorite, what's the way you get the best burger in town? That, that guy, I know you think that I have some kind of a obsession, and I do only in the sense that I don't understand how he's on the air. Footsie. I mean, I understand that, you know, all of us, even if we've been in the business a hundred years, not everybody's like Rick Sean has $50 million put away or whatever he's got. Right. We can't all afford to retire because well, some of us have a lot of mouths to feed. What's the uh, the rest of the programming around him? Is any of it local? Well, what do you mean by that? IOD has got Rush after him. Yeah. In okay. the morning, they got Dave Lamont farting the news. And after Rush, I don't know what they... Oh, they got... Uh, what's his name? Rush Jr., the wannabe Tom... Um, Likas? No, not Tom Likas. What tells that guy's name? I, it's been so long since I've heard anything about him. What the hell is his name? Now, he's another right-wing... Another uh, syndicated guy? Right. Of course. That's uh, cheap, gentlemen. Open up a pot and throw some crap on the air. Tom... Uh, I don't know what his name is. Somebody will tell you. Joiner. No, not Tom Joyner. He's not the, the fly uh, hardest working guy. The fly job. Yeah, yeah. Tom Joyner, my ass. Okay, so the poll is, which one are you? It's our ethnic survey, and it's very... See, the audience may think this isn't very sexy because it's not, you know, an opinion poll. So it's not that exciting. But it's interesting only from the standpoint of we, we know for sure that since we took this poll before, which was, what, May of 2000? 2000, 2000. So almost exactly eight years ago. We know that during that period of time, the show, I mean, the show was so much different then. We could actually do things. It was the Neil Rogers show. Now it's just a shell. In fact, the only, I would say the only connection between then and now is that you and I are here. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's the only yeah. constant. Right. Other than that, there's nothing the same. We can't say anything. We can't play anything. We can't, right. you know. And then I read all these bedtime stories as opposed, oh, my router showed up last night. Yeah, but George and I are going to uh, work uh, probably tomorrow morning before the show. You got it. Because the one thing I do know is I can get my internets back even if I can't hook up the router. Oh, Correct. I went into a panic last night because I tried hooking the router up, I couldn't get it to work, and then I thought, well, I'll just hook my modem directly into the computer again and get the internet back up. And the first time it didn't work. I thought, oh no, how am I going to survive without the internets? Right. Right on. How, boy, talk about becoming dependent overnight on something. But the second time I got it, it's working just fine. Thank God. Thank uh Hey, oh, God. Okay, which one are you? And we ask for your ethnic background. Now, the first time we did this, the eight years ago, we had 2,067 votes. And we got now about half. What do we got? 1,047. So about half. So if you double these numbers, that would tell you how many we have in the ethnic. So I was starting to say we know that during that eight years, we've lost a gigantic portion of the audience. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Joyce and um, the FCC and Jolly Joe, they're all, they're, they're responsible because, you know, they've limited what we can do on a show, and so we do the best we can and take the checks, which starting next year will be, well, which one are you, non-Hispanic white, of course, 747. Nothing like flying in the upper deck of a 747, George. All right. Really nifty. Or even in the lower deck. Been in the lower deck. In business class. You haven't been in business class. No, I haven't. Were you like in cattle class? You know it. Not good. 72.2%. Now, back the first time, see, it's always interesting to compare, it was 64.6%. So we got a lot more white folks, percentage-wise. Cuban, first time we've done it, we had 8.6%. Now it's 8.8%. And 91 now, it was 178. So if you double 91, that's 182. So that, that's pretty much the same. 
Thank God for the for our Cuban listeners out there, the ones who are you know not communista, communista, not that old crowd, that old QBA Radio Mambi crowd screaming about Fidel all day long like a bunch of idiots. Other 51, other Hispanic 31, African-American 26. What did we have the first time? 46. So we actually picked up there a little bit, I think. Because if you double 26, you got 52. You following these numbers? A lot nope. of numbers. Get your Crayolas out. Rican, Puerto Rican 13. That's way down. Native American 12, way down. Haitian 12, way down. Jamaican 9, way down. Middle Eastern, we didn't do that the first time. 8. Colombian 7, way down. We had 44 the first time. Other Asian 6. We had 21. That's down a little bit. Japanese 6. That's <laughs> about the same. Chinese. Where's our Chinese man, man? Where's all our Chinese man? We only have 6. And the first time we done it, we had um, 68. Where have all the Chinese gone? How, what is that all about? I was a Chinese man, man. And I'm always saying these nice things about the Chinese guys and about how hot they are. and which is Maybe that's because. why. Maybe that's why they ran off. No, I don't think so. You scared them. Brazilian. Now, this is the really. We had 86 the first time we did the poll. Now we got four. So if you double four, what do you got? Eight. Brazilians. I think that's where the problem is. And maybe because you keep talking about Brazil where the men are men and so are the women. That's not me that says that. Oh, that's right. Nicaraguan, three. Nicaragua, we had 22. So that's way down. And Mexicans, only two now. We had 19. So we've lost our ethnic people, it looks like to me. I don't know, the, the, the Anglo and the uh, Cuban seems to be pretty constant. Right. But where do all the ethnics go, huh? You got me. What do you think, Chris? Where, do, where did all the ethnics go, huh? Uh, I have no idea. Especially the Chinese man. Boy. There is nothing in the world like, a, like about a 20-year-old Chinese-Canadian young man. With glasses, real bright looking, you know. I'm sure that's a matter of perspective. Smooth skin. I beg your pardon? I said, how's it going, eh? One thing you don't find is hairy Asians. Have you ever found a hairy Asian guy? I mean, how about a hairy Asian woman? No, I have not. How about Harry Reams? What about him? He's Asian? 1014 He's at Asian? 560 WQAM. Time to hear about another of my great Neil's deals coming up on Thursday. This week is the fantastic Giovanni's Coal Fire Pizza, recent winner of the Taste of Parkland. It's how pizzas are supposed to taste. The huge coal fire ovens are the big secret, and Giovanni's turns out a beautiful pie each and every time with your choice of delicious toppings like sausage, mushrooms, peppers, spinach, provolone, arugula, chopped clams. How come I can't say arugula anymore? I even know what it mm. is. Giovanni's bakes a pie that comes out so fresh, so delicious, and their antipasto salads and famous grilled chicken wings will keep you coming back again and again. And Giovanni serves the largest bowl of pasta you can imagine if you like wine. Giovanni's has got the most incredible selections from the inexpensive to the highest quality wines found anywhere. The chicken parmesan or meatball open-faced sandwiches can feed an army they are so big, and you can dine inside or outside the beautiful Fountain Phil Plaza. Giovanni's is classy, it's fun, and it's open every day, seven days a week for lunch, dinner, and late-night uh, excitement. Log on this Thursday at noon, WQN.com, and you can buy a $50 gift certificate for just 25 bucks. That's Giovanni's Coal-Fired Pizza in Parkland. Manja, my friends. Manja Tutukosi at Giovanni's. I don't think that's uh, Tutukosi. Whatever. I think some goy wrote this. Biggest names. The best talent. Tutukosi. 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 T
I was worried I wasn't going to make it. Really? Yeah, I was pinned down by sniper fire. Okay. You know, you're not feminine enough. Well, that's very uh, possible. You also walk like a man. Well... You first started with testosterone, and then you made the decision to have your breast removed. That's, uh, that's obvious. Now let's get to the penis part. <laughs> Did you have, like, a penis implant? Yes, and I still have the scars. Do you, like, grow testicles, too? I have 2002. Wow. <laughs> Bye, everybody. You know, the only thing worse than Oprah is the women who watch her. Oh, okay. You've watched the women in the audience, right, as they pan yes. across mm -hmm. their faces, Very mooning. Tragic. Yeah. Like you say, desperate shut-ins. Yeah, that shut-ins. 1019 at 560 WQAM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you. 1,079 tallies, although, you know, we have, we have nothing to shoot for today, Chris. Talk it. It'll be what it'll be. I don't know how long I'm going to leave it up there. Maybe, for, maybe till the end of the month. <laughs> although Charlie B. sent some really nifty polls again. He keeps insisting about that one about the possum. Uh, oh, know. you know what else? What? Speaking of the possum, I almost forgot. Oh, my letter. My fan mail. <clears throat> this ought to kill a couple hours. <laughs> couple See, minutes, the good thing is that my throat is no longer raw. And, of course, it's from these great pastilles that I ate yesterday. Too many of. But I'm sure that's part of the uh, situation. See, if there was a God, we wouldn't get colds, the flu. You know, you might get something serious like leprosy. So you say that maybe there is a God and he's a cruel bastard. I, I think so. The God that the Jews and the Goyim invented is a very mm -hmm. sadistic, hateful That's right. God. His, his wrath shall wax hot. Ooh, hot wax. He's perfect, but his wrath shall wax hot. Stop and think of the inconsistency there. Mm -hmm. He's perfect, but he's, they attribute all human foibles and uh, characteristics to their God. Which, of course, is uh, asinine on the face of it, but nevertheless. And the people in the media, well, God this and God that, and I God my ass. God. You, you could understand if little children are talking crap like that, like about Sandy Claus and sure. the Tooth Fairy. You could understand that, but when grown adults, and, and, and I'm sure you've seen these evangelicals, like, uh, these Pentecostals and uh, their <laughs> services, me? and they get together and they're like uh, swaying and praying. to be and, one, remember? Oh, my God. It looks like they got St. Vitus dance in their mm -hmm. pants. Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what it's all about. Here's a fax this morning, allegedly from Rebecca, but I have my doubts about that. Right. Don't you? Yeah, because I've gotten an uh, almost verbatim letter before. I think this is from Lee. Lee who? Don't you remember Lee? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see how soon he That's forgets. That's right. Lee. In fact, let, let me give you a reminder of who Lee really was. Hiya, Pally! Right. Got it now? Mm hmm Neil, the reason no one can stand George is because he's such a snake. He's after your job, I think. Now, don't interrupt here. Oh, sorry. Just sound effects. Rebecca's going to get P.O.'d. <laughs> you better cut the crap, mister. Yeah, yeah. Were you aware that on one of your vacations he introduced the show as the George Rodriguez show? See, these are the ramblings of somebody who's like a little child. It's like when right. I get these spy reports on MySpace. Mm -hmm. Spy report! Randy yeah. said this, right. and she used your drop-in. Who cares? Talk about somebody that doesn't get it. Yeah. I could not believe... I could not believe it. It is not his show, Neil. It is your show. I was so angry when I heard him do that. I think that when you went to Canada and he took over your physical space, it just went to his head. I've also heard him comment, were you out of the country, naturally, that no one realizes how integral he is to the show. I did. I'm the one dropping in the bits, throwing in the sound, and many other things. He actually said that. I did. 
Are you dropping in the sound? Huh? No, I oh dropped it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did. That was George. Oh! That was me. Okay. And I'll tell you another one. I don't think you got it. Oh, you might. Well, you might have it somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I do. <laughs> no, I don't have that. That's ah, show. See that? That was chisel. me. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have it. Just here. walk away. No, uh, well, somewhere I do in that bank. For right. Wait a minute. It's somewhere in there. Fourteen. Yeah, no sh No. Oh, well, I took that out of one. Okay. The, the old you configuration. I want to get a right. No. Okay. Made. Oh. Oh. Yes, no. All of the... Don't. <laughs> Squirts. What the hell? I don't know. What the hell? Oh, God, I got to get off of there. That was... Now, that, that was a... Yeah. Wow. Those, that's the old configuration, obviously. Mm -hmm. That yeah. obviously, that's back in the days before Joyce wanted right. to use all kinds of. Because uh, uh -huh. George thought that if he used a lot of those words, that everybody would tune in. That's right. Anyway, Neil, watch your back with him. I've listened to your show for many years because you tell it like it is, and you are very, very entertaining. Well, I used to be. I'm not so entertaining anymore, but I'm still doing the best I can. And they signed me for another five years, so I got almost six years to go. So it must, there must be something going on here, except that all of our Chinese and uh, ethnic people left. Boy, that. Frost my ass. It was exciting to know we had all these Chinese people and all these uh, Jamaican people, man, and all the, you know, Brazilian. They're gone. Brazilian. Maybe if you play more Andres Cantor, you know, they'll come back. Anyway, getting back to Rebecca, she says, but I wish you would put George back in his old space and also tell him to stop interrupting you and just to generally take a back seat. If he wants a show, let him get his own show, but he certainly can't take yours. I got news for you, Rebecca. If he wants to do the show every day and I still get paid the same, <laughs> he can have it. Okay? I simply can't believe that he had the nerve to open a show with this is the George Rodriguez show. No substitute host does that. You know that. When you sat in for Joe Rose a few weeks back, you certainly didn't say it was the Neil Rogers show. You said this is Neil sitting in for Joe on the Joe Rose show. I've listened to a lot of talk shows and never never heard any substitute host open that it was his show. Bastard. Anyway, thanks for the many good years. If you ever do leave the show, I wish you'd play the Condoleezza bit. The first one, not the second one. Mm -hmm. Just play it nonstop the whole show. It's such a great bit. Oh, yeah. This is definitely Lee. I can tell by the type. Mm -hmm. And then written, handwritten on this is kind of like an afterthought. Right. Here's the deal on the possum thing. And, and this is obviously somebody who listens to you religiously when religiously, you're on Right. With a notebook. Right. While you're on vacation. Oh, my nose is running. Oh, uh, careful. Uh, Oh, we're we'll have to get some nose blowing music uh, queued up. Yeah, blow this. That? Here's the deal on the possum thing. While you were on vacation a few months ago, George had a possum in his yard that kept pooping in his bird bath. Oh, and I got your pictures of the possum, by the way, and I have seen them, and they are grotesque. Yes. And they're, they're nothing at all like rats. No, they creep your ass. They're nasty looking things. Possum. Mm hmm. It's like those armadillos, you know, they're supposed right. to be so. Uh, those things are creepy. Sure. Not as They're like something as from prehistoric times. That's right. So if you see them in the road, run over them and send them back to prehistoric times. That's what time. most people do anyway. Well, not intentionally. No. Well, they, they move very slowly. Yeah, they do. Armadillos. Now, can those, because they have a hard shell exterior, like a, like a big turtle. Not that hard. Can those damage hard. your car, I wonder? No, absolutely not. His wife wanted him to get rid of it. The possum turned up dead, tossed over a neighbor's fence. George denied killing it, but he probably did. Mm -hmm. And please tell George to stop stepping on your lines. Tell him to get his own show. Get your own show, George. Wow. Gosh dang it. Rebecca. Yeah. So there's a lengthy, a long fax all about you 
It was a letter. It came with a uh, card. Oh, it, it was a letter? That's came right. Came in the mail? Yes. Come on. I'm telling you. I told Maybe you. Maybe it's really from Rebecca. No. Well, see, so you can't imagine that there's any chick out there that... No, that's not, that's not at all. It's just that uh, I've gotten this from uh, someone before, and that handwriting is very familiar. And there was a card in it? What did the card say? I read it to you. Congratulations. You deserve a big gold star. In a purple jelly bean. Right. Congratulations on new contract. So glad you'll be yeah, on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the best, Rebecca. We got 1,093 tallies. When the break is over, we'll have 1,100, and Chris is all puffed up about that. Oh, We've yeah. still got a long way to go to get to 2,000 and whatever. I, I'm, I'm going to go as long as these things keep building on here. You know, once it levels out and they stop, that means the whole audience is already, that, that is able to vote on there. NeilRogers.com, by the way, for those who are wondering where we keep reading these polls from. Like all you ethnics out there, no speaking English. Oh, you Chinese-mon. Come on, let's let's get a few Chinese-men on the, uh, in the audience. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. You get a lot of it. Sports. Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio WQAM. Can yeah. Uh, you got a restaurant for sale? Uh-huh. Uh, how much you want for this restaurant? Well, you come over here to look at it and talk to the boss. I come over and maybe eat, eat dinner with you. Okay. Uh, does uh, that price include, uh, all the walks? Huh? Huh? Come on. Come on, that's all. You're Chinese? Yeah, Chinese. Okay, you come over to the restaurant. To the restaurant? Yeah. Okay, how about I get order to go and then I come over and pick it up and look at restaurant? Okay. Okay? okay. What you have? Uh, you know, 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 Okay, 1033. That should do it. That should get a whole bunch of Chinese men on our right. poll voting now. We only got six. That, that's the thing that's so disheartening to me. I mean, somebody would probably say, you know, somebody in their right mind would say, well, what difference does it make what the ethnic composition is if you wind up, if you have the same number of people listening? Someone might say that, yeah. But the point is, we obviously don't. Right. We have the same percentage of Anglos and Cubans and other than that, and uh, African-Americans, dark folks, real dark. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, uh, every every other demographic is, like, uh, vanished. Huh. They've abandoned us. Don't you feel like an abandoned stepchild? I feel really no, bad. No, no, I don't. Pennsylvania primary is on, by the way. Voting stops at 8 tonight. Beautiful day there. The weather is great. There's no excuses. All you college kids in Pennsylvania, vote 10 times today, please. Well, college kids, you know, they know how to... Pull off all these pranks. Yep. So, 11.03 on your poll. Chris is really excited about that. Not. It's all good. Now, what's this fact? Oh, boy. This is good. 
Because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a huge pile of stuff here, but I don't. This is a little I light. I don't know that I can what? <laughs> lighthearted fair. Yeah, lighthearted fair, especially after my experience last night. At least I didn't have any experience in my pants. That's good. Although my stomach, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I thought my kishkis were going to explode. I, I, it was that whatever mm-hmm. was in those cough drops. Been there. And I didn't realize it. Even though I've had many sorbitol experiences, but this was way beyond that. Yeah. I and mean, you're only supposed to have two a day and you ate 24. <laughs> and, of course, when you have too much vitamin C, that, right. oh. That'll do it. That'll flush your system. Now, I wonder about the bleep in this thing, because I, I, I don't like this Yeah, that's a good bleep. I should Isn't hope it? so. I did what? it. I should hope so. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I don't want Rebecca to think I'm taking oh, credit by the way, Tom Schnitt is uh, who's on 3 to Oh, that guy. I looked it up because yeah. I've forgotten. That's easy to forget. His name is Schmidt, and so is the show is Schmidt. A hospital did nothing wrong when it tried to examine the rectum of a construction worker. Rectum? Who had been hit on the head by a falling wooden beam, a jury found Monday. (laughs) After deliberating for about an hour, a state Supreme Court jury awarded nothing to Brian Purcell, who sued New York Presbyterian Hospital for unspecified damages. The panel found the hospital and its emergency room medical staff were not liable. (laughs) I'm going to be doing a lot of that. But that's the way it goes. Well, At I least just, I showed up. Today. I just blew my nose for uh, sympathy. Oh, Purcell's lawyers, Ger- Gerard Maron, Maron, and Gary DiFilippo said he might appeal. Maron. We're very disappointed, Maron said, after a two-week trial. It's a miscarriage of justice. I'm going to sneeze in a second. Hey. That's another thing. I've been sneezing, man, and I never do that. Even when I have a cold, I don't sneeze a million times a day. I'm going to. Uh-oh. Eh. Eh. Uh, well, this is not good. This is great radio, but it's, it's not as compelling as what's your favorite hamburger. But then what is? Nothing. The hospital's lawyer, Jeffrey Lawton, declined comment. Marone said Purcell, 38, was injured while working at a construction site in Midtown Manhattan, May 20th, 2003. Purcell received eight stitches for a cut over his eyebrow at the hospital, but denied emergency room staffers request to examine his... Rectum, the lawyer said. He said doctors told Purcell the exam could help determine whether the accident caused spinal damage. He didn't want nobody uh, nosing around in his Rectum. ass. When Purcell resisted, staffers held him down while he begged, Please don't do that, Marone said. Look at your president there in New Orleans. No, 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 I'm not. Oh, I'm my God. Juking and jiving and, oh, what an a-hole, man. What a jerk. And, and, and they're yucking it up there on CNN. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices, for all the dead people on the end of the economy. Thank you. Hospital witnesses testified at the trial that the exam was never completed, but Maron said that when Perso woke up, he was handcuffed to a bed had an oxygen Cube. down his throat and lubricant in his rectum. <laughs> wow, what kind of an exam is that? He resisted because he didn't know what they were doing, Filippo said. Once he said he didn't want the rectal exam, everything should have stopped. Filippo says he believes the rectal exam was done as retaliation because his panicked client hit the doctor. A judge dismissed a misdemeanor assault charge that was filed against Perso because he hit the doctor. What did he hit the doctor for? Uh-huh. Filippo said his client is unemployed, has been unable to hold a job since the accident. See, you're supposed to buy him a couple of drinks, see, first. Oh, the doctor? The patient. You're supposed to buy the patient a couple of drinks? Yeah, then maybe he wouldn't have gotten hit. How about if he would have given him some cough drops? <laughs> then they wouldn't have gone anywhere near his. Oh, they'd have hit the road fast. 
We still got only six Chinamon. That, that's the only uh, demo on there that I am concentrating on now until we improve from six. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it reaches a point where you realize that that's, that's it. You know what I mean? Right. And eight years ago we had, how many did we have? 78. 68, whatever it is, 68. Now we got six? That's enough to make me fart right in this chair. Oh, I just did. Oh, geez. Well, at least we didn't hear it. Well, I'm sure of that. This chair is very old. I put this thing together way back in the beginning when I mm-hmm. first came here, when Bob Vermouth left me without a real chair here. So he's no longer with us, Bob Vermouth, so I can say what an a-hole he is on the air without him getting all upset. What you did before when he was with us. What are you talking about? He's, a, he's an idiot. What he did in Amsterdam with that studio there, I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler. That's the kind of job he did there. And just left a mess for the Amsterdam engineer. Remember those days? Yep. Remember the day I tried to put a call in the air and Rimmer called in? Right. Of all people? Hold on, hold on. It sounded like uh, it was under the Atlantic, like on a you know a cable underneath the Atlantic. Or in that uh, leaky basement or something? Yeah. With the pipes leaking. Not just leaky, but moldy. In fact, back in that day, I felt like this every day because it was an unsanitary. That's one thing about Amsterdam is that most of the people that own real estate and rent out places are crooks. They're thieves. They overcharge, especially if you're an American. And the places are unsanitary and clammy and uh, horrendous. I see. Like my lawyer, my uh, landlord, Peter Douchebag. Guy owned eight buildings. He's collecting rent from a zillion different people, okay? Had more money than God. And he was wearing an old coat that looked like he got it from Goodwill in a, in a dumpster somewhere. With a haircut that looked like carrot top. Huh. On a bad day. Oh. Peter Douchebag. Who was introduced to me, by the way, uh, hooked up with me. You'll recall who put me in touch with him for my great apartment. Al. Al Goldstein. So, Al, I, you know, I, I wish you the best, but let me say this. I'm a fat Jew. What comes around goes around. I think the Lord is punishing him for what he did to me. I like Al, though. Mm-hmm. I don't like too many people. Of course, the audiences think of that. I like Al. He's down and out. I think Ron Jeremy ought to pay all his Bail him out. Help him out? Of course, I don't know if Ron's really making any money. Maybe Ron is helping him out. I don't know. That's the one good thing is I never got close enough to Al for him to like to call me and say, Oh, gee, could you help me? I'm dying over here. I need some money. I'm going on the street. Father. Like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> well, Al wasn't Catholic when I knew him. He might be now. <laughs> oh, he, he could be. He converted? They did enough to him. It might convert him to anything. Well, he heard they served food during their services. so He might even go straight again. I don't know. Eleven eighteen on the pool. We need uh, three thousand votes. Do you think you think we could ever do that? Sure, you sure. Could leave it on there long enough. Of course you could. Well, that's because you're assuming we have three thousand people listening. Yeah, we I still, have we still have six Chinese. Um, I'm sorry. Maybe if you played "I Like Chinese," we just have a oh. whole Chinese campaign day. Play all the I Chinese like bits. Chinese. I don't have that. I don't think I have it in here either. I like Chinese. I might have it in the. Is it under Rick and Spud? I don't know. Maybe we have Rick Riley doing the um, stock reports. That'll get I him. like Chinese. I don't have that. The world today I have it in the computer. Crackers. I had to download it. With nuclear bombs to blow well, us all I don't want to step on your phone. Well, I was...
was shopping at the store for some food. Buying groceries never felt so good. Too bad I didn't know my credit was waxed. Store security was breached and their database got hacked. C-R-A-P, that spells me. My credit is crap.com, baby. I'm as screwed as I can be. Thought about killing myself, maybe. Now instead of eating good and getting fat, my identity was stolen and now my life is just crap. C-R-A-P, that spells me. My credit is crap.com, baby. 1046 at 560 WQM. I'm a little under the weather, but uh, nevertheless, we, we prod, prod along. Plod, prod, prod. 1127 on Chris's survey. He's real disinterested. Sad. Sad. Yeah, we're losing all these people. Oh, that's true. And we can't get even one more Chinese or Chinese lady or Chinese uh, anybody. Maybe, well, maybe that expression, Chinese maybe that's derogatory. I hope not. Let's I ask one. If we, uh, find, if we find one, let's ask one. If we find another Chinese Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Chinese I think it's funny. My uh, lesbianese cab driver came up with that. He's got, he's got a derogatory term for everybody. Well, that's convenient. We, oh, yeah. He's a uh, bigot. He hates Jews, too. He doesn't know I'm Jewish. <laughs> what are you going to tell him? I'm not going to tell We're him. a big old star of David Nicholas. We're a big old fry. That would be a bad idea. He might just dump my ass out, but nevertheless. And he, was, well, and he was telling me that it's Passover. I think you're wrong. I think Passover goes on for several days. I, I could be wrong about that. Well, Jew tell us. I mean, Hanukkah goes on for a bunch of days, right. eight days, and Pesach goes on, I'm sure. for. Uh, what do you mean, Jew tell us? I don't know. I'm you ought to know that crap. Poor well, on, this, on this schedule, it says it starts on Saturday, yeah. and then it says Passover on Sunday, and it doesn't say Passover any other day. <coughs> so what does that mean? Well, by the way, speaking of the date, what day is May 2nd? Friday. It's, that's, that's when we're going to be at Gulfstream, by the way. Oh, Not this Friday, Dave but Johnson the, is calling the next one. What? Next Friday is May 2nd, right? Correct. That's yeah, we'll the day the out. book comes out. Wow, big day that day, then. Yeah, we already wrote it down. The book comes out 10 a.m. Dave Johnson will be calling around noon. Right. I'll be George at Gulfstream. George will be at Gulfstream. Betting on Calder, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we sure. can bet on Dave Pallone at 1 to 5 at the Meadows. Why don't we? The Meadows. How do you like that? He won 11 races yesterday, and you, you don't seem to care. Uh, no, I mean, that's even impressive. A, even a putz like you that doesn't care about racing. I mean, you ought to appreciate the... the, the it's just incredible. Eight second, third it's incredible. quarter battle. Bowflex has laid down all the speed. Pacific Prince is coming on. Pacific Prince or Bowflex through the stretch drive. Bowflex, like Bowflex is me, digging Frank. in and holding a lead of a length and a half up to the wire. It's the great Frank Salive at Western Fair Raceway. What a joke. Well, he lives there, you know, so he got tired of driving to Woodbine and Mohawk and that. Frank Salive, the track announcer. You, I'm, tr- I'm trying to give you an education about all these racing things because that's going to be your new. So, I mean, that's part of your new contract. I, I like it. Jolly Joe says that half of you. He's giving you a big increase, but it all has to come from winnings at Gulfstream. Okay, as long as it comes right. from somewhere, I'll take it. I'm reading up on Pesach, by the way. And lasts for seven days. I told you that. Eight days outside of Israel. Wow. Eight days. It's a long holiday, man. When you buy all those boxes of matzah, you think it's, you just leave it around to get stale for next year, for Christ's sakes? Not for his sake. Pesach, man. It's going on right now. For Maybe that's what the Chinese men are on our pool because they're celebrating. They're eating matzah. You think? How about, I wonder right. if a Ponytail still got his matzah pizza. We never heard anything about that. See? We're out of the loop with everything. And that's because that sales department is just uh, really kicking ass. They, they've rejiggered the whole approach to the show. Not. Uh-huh. Next time you see Brian Schmutz, kick him in the groin. He is such an a-hole. All right, if I can kick that high. 
He's an idiot. He's to be a rocket. He's pretty tall. I think we need what's his name back. John what's his Penis. Name? Hey, there was a guy. His what was his real name? Hennis. Oh, John John Penis. Oh, uh, Hennis. Hennis. Yeah. We used to call him John Penis. He was a crazy person, but he was a he hustler. was a crazy guy. But he was a well, of course, he was a sales guy. Right. But when we first came to QM, he loved the show. He right. sold the show like crazy with a zeal. And for Neil. good accounts, too. I mean, not just uh, some place where the right. salad was... And he cared. He serviced the accounts, too. He, he, and he uh, serviced the accounts. He gave us copy without bellyaching about it. He was a good guy. And then they, he, right. did he get canned or he left? I, I don't know. One way or another, he didn't fit in here, you know? He departed, yeah. He, he was doing too good of a job with this show. And we could sure use somebody like that back then. I mean, we got Duff. We got right. Herder. That was but, you good. You know, he's busy selling uh, golf clubs that you pee in. <laughs> hey... I can't wait for that spot to start. Me either. Started early. Throw my bonus. It's a true story. Well, when you're out there on the links, man, you can't just whip it out and pee on the, on the golf course. <laughs> Although, well, let me ask you this: how, how do you whip it out and pee in your golf club? I, well, we'll, we'll the, the thing it has a privacy towel. It has a privacy towel. You didn't read the spot. <laughs> I was fascinated by it. I'm thinking of taking up golf just so I can use that thing. Yeah, but who's going to supply the balls? Oh, God. I'm sure somebody will. Rebecca. You know, as much as I'm wailing and carrying out about this whole thing with the Chinaman, that's it. That's what we got, six. I think you ought to take this survey when we finish it finally mm -hmm. and stick it under Jolly. Uh, tape it to his door and yeah. say, look what you people have done to us. I mean, he that doesn't lose. We signed the new deal now. We've got five and two-thirds years left. So what, what difference does it make? Right. But obviously the Chinaman, they want to hear fart sounds. And so do the Brazilians and the Nicaraguans and the Mexicans especially. Makes them feel like they're at home. I think they hear them all the time, don't they? Japanese. Colombians. Colombians want to hear fart sounds. Who doesn't? Jamaicans, man. When you're smoking a big fat spliff, you want to hear somebody cutting a big one, man. And Haitians, of course. I don't know. Haitians, 14. What do we have the first time? Oh, only 12. Now, that's interesting. We're well, way hey, ahead. Picking up some Haitians. On our Haitians. And Ricans, we only had 13 the first time, and now we got 14. Woo! Native American. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading. It's the same poll. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Not good. Now, what was I getting excited about? Oh, hey, Chinese. Hey, 43. Now we only got 14. Yeah, we're, we're down. In every ethnic category except whites and Cubans, non-Hispanic, white, and Cubans, every other demographic, we're way down. African-American, 29, the first time, 46. So I guess we're a little bit ahead there. And those people who can't stand all the numbers, you better start getting some Crayolas for this show every day and writing, get like a big crap, a scrapbook mm -hmm. and writing all these things a down. Ledger. It could be a pretty interesting someday after I croak soon. Six Chinaman. Don't you find that unspeakable almost? Not unspeakable. That's not what I'd say. Unusual. Where did they go? Where did they go? Did I don't they know. Die? Maybe did they, they went back to China. China. They didn't go back to China, what, to eat all those horrible animals, those varmints? Because of all the economic opportunities going on over there as opposed to here. Maybe they couldn't stand the way that the white people smell. You know, that's a good point. See, I tried to explain that a long time ago, and people all shot me down on it. Oh, you're wrong, Neil. It's a bad the hygiene. I, I don't think that's it. I think it's a dietary. That I think, it's in, your, I think right. it's in your system. It's a little bit of both, yeah. Different ethnicities smell different, especially to each other. Yeah. To other ethnicities. That is correct. 
And some people, you know, if, if they never get close to a bar of soap or even a little body <laughs> wash yeah, maybe once a month, that might improve that a little bit. Yeah. Might make for better relations. Well, I'm, I'm pretty uh, morose and depressed. It wasn't bad enough that I had that really sick day yesterday and I couldn't hook up my router last night. And I just sliced the crap out of my hand to the elevator. That, that, I didn't mention that. On the no, you didn't. Night. Let me take a look at it. Let me pull the Band-Aid. Uh, oh, my blood. God. Oh. Wow. It's like gray on top of the, um, do you know what I mean? Gray right. usually means infection, doesn't it? Not necessarily. just means you're dying, no. that's all. Just what? just means you're dying. Yeah, you're ashen. Yeah, this idiot comes out of the elevator, this old coot, and you can see I'm getting on there. I've got my box with the um, router on, which weighed about a half an ounce, very lightweight. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting on the elevator, and instead of like holding it there, for he just slips right out of there. Now, usually the elevators in my building, if you, it's, they've got very good sensors. Right. And so if you stick a foot in there or a hand, they automatically open right back up. This one didn't do it. Huh. And it slammed right on my hand in the box and the whole thing. <laughs> I just cut the crap out of my hand. trying to kill you. Hand. <clears throat> and then it reopened. And I thought to myself, oh, gee, thanks a lot, you bastards. Support for Barack Obama's nomination bid has rebounded among National Democratic voters, says the Gallup who now favor him over Swillery by seven points nationally. This is 49 to 42%. They're voting in Pennsylvania. This is the first time Obama's had a statistically significant advantage over Clinton since the race collapsed into a dead heat last week. Prior to that, Obama was enjoying his longest front-runner streak since the start of the Gallup Daily Track and Poll in January. I'm going to sneeze again. Hey. Maybe during the break. Uh, well, you need to know these things. Fools and idiots sitting on the train. Waiting. What, what was that? It's more Monty Python. That's how I like Chinese stuff. Today's results from Gallup Poll Daily Tracking, conducted April 18 to 20, show Obama doing quite well in the last two days of polling, suggesting the latest defugalities troubling his campaign, largely stemming from the April 16 so-called debate in Philadelphia and the ensuing media coverage, are subsiding. Gallup Daily Poll trend suggests Solary may have received a short-term boost in her standing after the Philadelphia debate, but she's been unable to sustain those gains. Now the focus shifts to today's Pennsylvania primary. Hmm. The Gallup Daily Tracking Poll shows no change from Sunday's report in the national voter preferences for Obama versus McCain in a hypothetical matchup. They remain tied at 45 apiece. McCain's one point ahead of Swillery, 46-45. How do you like that? The fact that McCain is even close should, should scare you enough to make you crawl under the bed and just stay there until you die. Uh-huh. Whatever comes out. This is Neil Rogers. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Fresh from her cameo on How I Met Your Mother, Britney Spears joins David Caruso on an all-new CSI Miami. So, Britney, what do we got? Well, Horatio, it looks like that serial killer just went and killed another victim. All I can say is, oops, he did it again. <laughs> it's Britney as you've never seen her before. In the most toxic CSI Miami yet. Oh, my gosh. Hey, look at all these your multiple contusions on the victim, Horatio. Hmm. I guess he won't be saying, hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> You've been saying, give me, give me more. And CBS has answered. Britney Spears guest stars on CSI Miami. Uh. That's for you, Brittany. It's 1102 at 560 WQM. Boy, that's gross and disgusting. What's that?
The good news is we got seven Chinamon now. We went up. Oh, one. we went up one. You found one. Aren't you excited? Okay. You just don't care about your Chinamon. That's your. Not problem. like you do. No. I think Rebecca was right. I care about my uh, Japanese women more. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, that puts a different slant on life. It sure does. Which is an interesting. Well, I don't want to go into it. Yeah, go ahead. I want to go into it. Uh-huh. No, I don't want to go there. I do. And now you have to decide. Who would you hire? Ain't you, honey. Phone rings at 3 in the morning, you'll be ducking sniper fire. It is so, uh, I, I don't know. Polls are open in Pennsylvania, and come see, come saw. Who knows what's going to happen? Formidable adversary, and she has many good ideas. In fact, we share a lot of ideas. We share a lot of policy positions. But the reason I'm running is because I believe that I am more committed to bringing about the changes that are necessary than Senator Clinton is. Yeah, she wants to uh, bomb, bomb, bomb. She said that we could bomb her right into the Stone Age. I'll get to that. Maybe I'll get to it if I can read that much today. Hear the sirens? I could open the window and let some air in here. The only reason I don't want to open the window is because I think that it's letting the polluted air in, which I think has contributed to my... Like that. But I do hear the sirens now. Do you hear them? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Wow, is right. Louder and louder. That is right outside. When you live in a big city, man, that goes on all day. Although it's only the last three or four months that I've noticed it as much. I mean, I've been here for six and a half years, and for whatever reason, it's only the last three months or so that I've noticed it. Just it just never stops. That's because there's five million people here, and there's people dying, and people getting hit, and run over, and smashed up, and fainting and having strokes and heart attacks because the Lord works in mysterious ways, you know. We could have been invulnerable like stupid man. That's one thing about Batman and Robin. They didn't have no supernatural powers. Nope. Well, that was kind of sad. They just had Why? gadgets. No, that was the whole idea is that so the common man can relate to gadgets. Them. No, right. the whole idea was yeah, if you ask me. You say. Well, not if you ask Bob Kane. Who? The guy that invented the story. Oh, of course. What's he going to say? On his deathbed, he said, that's a swishful fantasy on the part of you faggots. Oh, yeah. Reading all that stuff into it. Right. Shame on you. Uh Uh-huh. Trying to sully the image of a wholesome, family-oriented comic book. How could it be wholesome and family-oriented where they were wearing those tights that you could see what their religion was? He was just warned. I'm just telling you what the man said. Dave Pallone drove 11 winners on the Meadows 14 race card yesterday. The most victories ever by a driver. On a single pair mutual raceway card. I know that nobody cares about this, but I do. No, it is something. one other... What? It is something. There's no question. It's an amazing accomplishment. It is. And I, know, I know, Dave. Once upon a time, many years ago, my late friend Alan J. Finkelson brought Dave Pallone up because uh, I was trying to talk him into coming to Pompano Park to drive because he, he was great then and he's still great. And he uh, sat at the table with me and Fat Rich uh, for quite a while. He's a great guy. Only one other driver, Roger Hammers, won 11 races on a single car, accomplished his feat at the York, Pennsylvania Fair, September 9, 2003. Well, who cares about some county-ass fair, Roger? Pallone also set the record for most two-minute victories on a single car with 11, eclipsing the previous mark of 10 held jointly with Greg Grismore and Walter Case Jr. I wonder if Walter ever got out of jail. Pallone's seven consecutive wins fell one short of the record in that category held by Stefan Bouchard, Frog. Pallone, who ranks third all-time in driving wins, had twice before piloted ten winners on a card. In addition to Grismore and Case, Brett Miller and David Miller have scored ten victories on a single card. But not Andy Miller, not yet. And not even Brian Sears, and not even Ronnie Pierce, and not even Joe Marsh Jr., and not even Brad Kramer. 
Not that I put him in the same category, but nevertheless, that'd be a good poll to take. Who's your favorite harness driver, driver of all time? Let's do it. Wally Hennessy. Wally Hennessy, not a bad choice. Hey, how's it going, Wally? How's it going, eh? Boy, they're sure sticking it to those horsemen at Pompano, man. They sure screwed that thing up big time. I, 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 I mean, I know it's Florida, but how is it possible to screw up everything that you do? And that's Florida. Florida. It's Florida. That's our way. We have days. Every place else, the slots have been a really great boon. In, in places like Delaware, Dover Downs and Harrington. Purses are way up and they're raking in money hand over fist. Woodbine, Mohawk, uh, anywhere. Not in Florida. Everything in Florida is a disaster. We got eight Chinamon. So I put out all that energy and we got a couple of Chinamon. Oh, you know something? If I get one Chinamon, although I, not today. I don't think I want to get too close and personal with anybody when I feel like this. Oh, and, and give them whatever I got. You know? No, you don't want to be that uh, giving. No, I'm a giving person. I know, but some things you you know people don't want to get. And sometimes I just want to take. Like Joey Zaza said, if you don't want to give, <laughs> I will take. I thought we could reason together. Michael, let me talk to him. That was such a scene. That acting performance uh -huh. that by Eli Wallach in Godfather 3, he made Sofia Coppola seem like... Amen. And Bancroft. Right. That's how bad Eli Wallach was. And, and I never noticed it. Pane, oli, oli, yeah, like, like it's a big surprise right. that the bread in I've seen other movies of him since, you know, that, and I didn't realize that he was such a bad actor in all these movies. Speaking of bad actors... Sick, passionate, chicks. <laughs> passionate chicks. Our Rick Sanchez talks to these voters oh, who why, have... Why? He, he is so far over the top that it's just it's nausea. Hear from them coming up. And he, he's flailing the arms again, and he's emoting and putting on all this fake crap. He just... I don't know. He must know somebody. I, I agree. 11.55 on the survey, Chris. What's your take? I say we go for, like, uh, 5,000. <laughs> Careful. That's if everybody in the audience votes twice. I mean, you're not supposed to say these things, but let, let's be honest about it. Mm -hmm. We know it. We can feel it. We can smell it. We can taste it. We can sense it. It's there in the numbers, and, you know, month after month. I mean, sure, we got a kiss in the fall book. That was nice. Got some bonus money. I don't think that'll be happening with this uh, winter book. Unless we have a humongous march. Gigantic. And is there anything to believe we're going to have a humongous march? No. You don't have to answer. It was a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. I was taking a breath. Which one are you? Non-Hispanic, white, 833, 72.1%. That's up almost 8% from the first time we did this eight years ago. A lot of white people. Not that there's anything wrong with white people. Cubans, nope. 103, who are white but not non-Hispanic. Well, it depends on who. 103, 8.9%. Well, there are black Cubans and there's... Uh, and there are Jewish Cubans and Chinese Cubans and Cubans? All, all of... Uh, are there Chinese? Cuban Cubans Chinese of every stripe. How can there be Cuban Chinese? There are many Chinese Cubans. Get a lot of Chinese went how, to Cuba. How is that possible? A lot of how Chinese. Can, how can you be Chinese and Cuban? A lot of I Chinese went to Cuba. American. How can you be Jewish and Cuban? How can you be, uh, you know, Jewish black is a religion. Cuban? Yeah, but it's an ethnicity with a country and a language and a culture. No. Oh, yeah? That's what the Pope said. I can't believe he went to Shul and had the Passover Seder over I can't believe they was, let him. That was ridiculous. Yeah, they shouldn't have let him in. They should have said, listen, you old getchki, you farbissin, get out of here. Go back to the, go back to the uh, camps. Go back and burn some Jews in, in Europe. Get out of here. Other Hispanic, 33. African-American, 29. Native American, 15. 
Puerto Rican, 15. Haitian, 14. Middle Eastern, 9. Jamaican, 9. How many Jamaicans do we have first time? 32. Oh. We're sucking wind in the Jamaican community, man. I think all your contacts are going down the tubes. I don't have any. I have my uh, Jamaican best friend. And by the way, he's the, the straightest, most uptight person that you've ever met in your life. Really? Yes. What's he uptight about? Everything. You name it. Other Asian, 8. Chinese, 8. Colombian, 8. Japanese, 6. Brazilian, only 5. That We had 86 eight years ago. And now, in about half the votes, we have five. Oh, my God. Brazilians. Nicaraguans, three. And Mexicans, sucking wind. In last place, only two. They figure i got enough Mexicans here to feed. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what they're figuring, because we've only got two on there. They're in last place. Well, they're busy uh, picking, uh, you know, produce. No, not picking cotton. Mexicans don't pick cotton. How do you know? What do they? I don't know. I don't think so anymore. Cotton. I know some cotton-picking Mexicans, but that's not <laughs> See in the literal sense. No, I think they have well, a Well, it's after there. 11 at 560 WQMI, and, and if I sound like I'm in slow-mo today, because I feel like I'm in slow-mo, and just, you know. It sounds like you're in homo today. The homo is in slow-mo, okay? So just uh, bear with me. Or, or not. Or turn on Tootsie and hear about the best hamburger in uh, the world. Hi. Chinaman now. Oh, my God. It's starting to, it's almost double digits. You can, wow. feel, you can feel the tension in the air. You could cut it with a butter knife. Not. They're voting in Pennsylvania. We don't know what's going on. They're not telling us. They're not telling us if there's a gigantic turnout or, you know, they're too busy with important crap like whatever this is. No joke. In the right place at the perfect. Yeah, just, just crap. Just fluff and nonsense. And speaking of fluff and nonsense, if CNN didn't already prove to you what a bunch of Nazis they are, yeah. Former White House Press Secretary Tony Snow <coughs> will join CNN as a conservative commentator beginning Monday, as if they needed another one. As if they needed another Bush apologist and swillery uh, backer. CNN President John Klein announced that Snow, a longtime political observer with a longstanding right-wing news background, <coughs> will contribute to CNN as the network continues to broadcast winning political coverage, he said. Yeah, winning my ass. The best political team, and they keep saying that over and over again. Like, like if they say it a hundred times a day, it's going to convince you. You guys suck. Right. Especially Wolf Blitzkrieg. And uh, your, your buddy there. Lou Dobbs? Lou Dobbs. Oh, my God, that fat-faced fart. You know something? If it was up to him, if they would give him, like, a, a shotgun, he would just stand at the somewhere along the Mexican-Texas border and just uh -huh. shoot Mexicans. That, yep. That's what he would do all day. Sure. And, of course, it's probably taken it out on his Mexican wife. Maybe she's a bitch. That could be. Phil Henry's got a Mexican wife, too, doesn't he? Something of the sort, yeah. And then look what happened to him. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. 
Snow most recently served as press secretary to President Bush. For ten years beginning in 96, he appeared on Fox Fake News Channel as host of Fox Fake News Sunday, Weekend Live with Tony Snow, and other programs. Before joining Fox, Snow served as substitute from the right co-host for CNN's Crossfire, Crossfire, the best political briefing. It was so good it's off the air now for a long time. That's how good it was. With the unctuous Robert Novak, who ought to be in prison. He'll be dead soon, by the way. I'm, I'm doing the Robert Novak death watch. Snow has also been a newspaper writer, radio host, and columnist, and a speechwriter in the administration of the first President Bush. He's a real Nazi bastard, okay? So he will contribute enthusiastically and heavily to CNN's already slanted right wings as they try to become like Fox Light. There's Swillery. Or swear their own nuclear uh, ambitions. She was talking about Arab countries friendly to the U.S., like Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah, there they go, the great Saudis, man. Nice outfits. Wouldn't you think with all the oil money that we're giving them, they could dress a little bit better? Like hey, human? those are fancy sheets. 300 oh, thread count. Yeah, you I bet. think they're full of sheets. The Saudis. Oh, my God. Oh, and Michael Moore says my vote's for Obama, if I could vote. He says, friends, I don't get to vote for president this primary season. I live in Michigan. The party leaders, both here and in D.C., couldn't get their act together, and thus our votes will not be counted. So if you live in Pennsylvania, can you do me a favor? Will you please cast my vote and yours on Tuesday for Senator Barack Obama? I haven't spoken publicly till now as to who I would vote for, primarily for two reasons. One, who cares? And two, most people I know don't give a rat's ass whose name is on the ballot in November, as long as there's a picture of JFK and FDR riding a donkey at the top of the ballot and the word Democratic next to the candidate's name. Seriously, I know so many people who don't care if the name under Big D is Dancer, Prancer, Clinton, or Blitzen. It can be Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Barry Obama, or Dalai Lama. Well, that sounded good last year, but over the past two months, the actions and words of Sorry Clinton have gone from being merely disappointing to downright disgusting. I guess the debate last week was the final straw. I've watched Senator Clinton and her husband play this game of appealing to the worst side of white people, but last Wednesday when she hurled the name of Farrakhan out of nowhere, well, that's when the silly season came to an early end for me. She said the F word to scare white people, pure and simple. Of course, Obama's got no connection to Farrakhan, but according to Swillery, Obama's pastor does, and the church bulletin once included an L.A. Times op-ed from some guy with Hamas. No, not the church bulletin. This lazy attempt to smear Obama was brilliantly explained the following night by Stephen Colbert. He pointed out that if Obama is supported by Ted Kennedy, who's Catholic, and the Catholic Church is led by a pope who was in the Hitler Youth, that could only mean one thing. Obama loves Hitler. Yes, Senator Swillery, that's how you sounded, like you were nuts. Like you were a bigot stoking the fires of stupidity. How sad that I will ever have to write those words about you. You've devoted your life to good causes and good deeds, and now to throw it all away for an office you can't win unless you smear the black man so much that the superdelegates cry Uncle Tom and give it all to you. But that can't happen. You cast your die when you voted to start this bloody war. When you did that, you were like Moses who lost it for a moment, and because of that, was prohibited from entering the promised land. How sad for a country that wanted to see the first woman elected to the White House. That day will come, but it won't be you. We'll have to wait for the current Democratic governor of Kansas to run in 2016. There are those who say Obama isn't ready or he's voted wrong on this or that, but that's looking at the trees and not the forest. What we're witnessing is not just a candidate, but a profound massive public movement ready for change. My endorsement is more for Obama the movement than it is for Obama the candidate. That isn't to take anything away from this exceptional man, but what's going on is bigger than him at this point, and that's a good thing for the country. Because when he wins in November that Obama moon is going to have to stay alert and alive. Separate America is not going to give up. Corporate, excuse me, corporate America is not going to give up their hold on the government just because we say so. President Obama is going to need a nation of millions to stand behind him. 
I know some of you will say, Mike, what have the Democrats done to deserve our vote? That's a damn good question. In November of 06, the country loudly sent a message we wanted to end the war, yet Democrats have done nothing. So why should we be so eager to line up happily behind them? I'll tell you why. Because I can't stand one more friggin' minute of this administration and the permanent irreversible damage it's done to our people and to this world. I'm almost at the point where I don't care if the Democrats don't have a backbone or a knee bone or a thought in their dizzy little heads, just as long as their name ain't Bush and the word Republican isn't beside theirs on the ballot, then that's good enough for me. I, like the majority of Americans, have been pummeled senseless for eight long years. That's why I joined millions of citizens in staggering the voting booth come November, like a boxer in the twelfth round, all bloodied and bruised with one eye swollen shut, looking for the only thing that matters, the big D on the ballot. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, I lost my rose-colored glasses a long time ago. It's foolish to see Democrats as anything but a nicer version of a party that exists to do the bidding of the corporate elite in this country. Any endorsement of a Democrat must be done with this acknowledgement and a hope that one day we'll have a party that represents the people first and laws that allow that party an equal voice. Finally, I wanted to say a word about the basic decency I've seen in Mr. Obama. Mrs. Clinton continues to throw the Reverend Wright up in his face as part of her mission to keep stoking the fears of white America. Every time she does this, I shout at the TV, Say it, Obama. Say that when she and her husband were having marital difficulties regarding Monica Lewinsky, who did she and Bill bring to the White House for spiritual counseling? The Reverend Jeremiah Wright. But no, Obama won't throw that at her. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be decent. She's been through enough hurt, and so he remains silent and takes the mud she throws in his face. That's why the crowds who come to see him are so large. That's why he'll take us down a more decent path. That's why I would vote for him in Michigan if I were allowed to have an election. But the question I keep hearing is, can he win? Can he win in November? In the distance, we hear the siren of death train called the Straight Talk Express. We know it's possible to hear the words President McCain on January 20th. We know there are still many Americans who will never vote for a black man. Hillary knows it, too. She's counting on it. Pennsylvania, the state that gave birth to this great country, has a chance to set things right. It hasn't had a moment to shine like this since 1787 when our Constitution was written there. In that Constitution, they wrote that a black man or woman was only three-fifths human. On Tuesday, the good people of Pennsylvania have chance for redemption, says Fat Michael Moore. How'd it go on, Mike? Oh, he's not American. He, yeah, right. But nevertheless. Hey. Hey, listen, I'm clearing out my uh, no, passages, okay? It. I'm trying to do a respectable show here today with all this mung in my nose. And... I sure wish I could have another one of them lozenges because my insides aren't churning yet. You think you think a second one might have uh, no adversity? on-air experiment. I don't want to do too much experimentation. It's only about 1130, okay? Mm-hmm. In addition to which, I'll have to go in the other room and open the other sack. They're all gone from this. Uh... <laughs> or just wear it, and then you won't have to get up. And once they're gone, <laughs> nine Chinese is all we got. Nine Chinese, oh. and Brazilian only five. Where have all the ethnics gone? Well, the ethnics like fart noises and uh, funny bits, I guess. Who you know, stuff doesn't? That uh, I understand that, but evidently these other things that I talk about and these stories, like the one I just read by Michael Moore there, which I would think most people who are interested in the election and what's happening right. in this country and in the world, and are pissed off about four dollars a gallon of gas and all the dead people in Iraq, and the billions and trillions of dollars that were peeing down the toilet there in Iraq, people are not too happy about these things. But maybe if you're, like, uh, from uh, Brazil, you don't care about that. Maybe all you care about is, like, Carnival and stuff like that. Dressing in drag. I don't know. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. In the butt, honey. All right. Like 
Coming to an end. Rick Sanchez yeah. on CNN. 1133, oh. and then, of course, uh, Tony Snow. Uh, and then after that, it'll be uh, Howard Beale. Well, uh, they're not giving any information on what's happening today, so I went to the PhiladelphiaInquirer.com. Okay. And sure enough, I mean, wouldn't you think it would be more important than showing Rick Sanchez interviewing a bunch of old bags? Oh. And that's well, exactly what the guy right? right? Look at that. Nope. She looks like Methuselah's grandma. The median age there is death plus 40. Not going to do it. The polls are open. Will it be Obama or Clinton? Sam Wood asks. He's a Philadelphia Inquirer staff writer. Turnout at the Pennsylvania polls expected to shatter all previous records as voters cast their ballots in today's primary elections. And you know who's going to be voting today? All those college students who are first-time voters. Let's hope. This is going to be crazy today, said Lori Wessler, a campaign worker setting up at 6 this morning outside the polls at Masterman High School at 17th and Spring Garden Streets. It's going to be very busy, Westler, a Democratic committee person said. There's a lot of interesting races. Uh-huh. A near-perfect spring day is on tap across the Keystone State with mostly sunny skies and temperatures in the lower 70s in both Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. No rain is expected anywhere across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. How do you like that? The Lord is looking down. Right. And he's looking at Hillary and he's going like, <laughs> like that. We're voting for a good day, said meteorologist Patrick O'Hare of the National Weather Service. In the Philadelphia region, some morning clouds will be chased away by a light breeze, O'Hara said. Wow. How profound can you get? The polls officially opened at 7 o'clock this morning. At Radnor, however, a few voters were able to jump the gun. 
At 6.32 this morning, several voters already cast ballots in the Radnor Public Library. My clock said seven, said Lambros Economides. The majority inspector pointed to his watch. It was six, oh, 6.52, and well, that's close enough, isn't it? Sure. By 7.05, 22 Radnor residents have finished voting. Pennsylvania's Democratic presidential primary is being closely watched across the nation. No Schmidt. That's profound. Clinton and Obama crisscrossed the state for six weeks, each confident of a victory that will carry. No, no, they're not. Obama said the other day, yesterday he's going to lose, but try to make it very close. So, again, more misinformation from the Philadelphia Inquirer, which I'm not sure if it's still a night ridder newspaper, but they, you know, has enough relationship with the Herald to make them dirty. You know what I mean? They're so dirty. It's a great opportunity for us. Voters will also weigh in on a number of state and local primaries. Among the most hotly contested is the race to replace State Senator Vince Fumo. Well, we don't care. A record number of Pennsylvanians are registered to vote, 8.3 million plus. Fired up by the slugfest between Clinton and Obama, more than 152,700 voters have joined the Democratic Party since January 1. In addition, more than 164,000 have changed their registration to become Democrat. The GOP also surged this year, adding more than 40,000 newly admitted Republicans to their rolls. Obviously, they let them out for a couple of days. They let them out of the institutions. Renfield was laughing. <laughs> like that. Before voting, first-time voters must show a valid photo ID. Though the polls are scheduled to close at 8 p.m., any voter still in line will be permitted to cast a ballot. I'm going to have to blow my nose. It's dripping. It's running a little bit. I'm doing better, though. I'm and I'm having another pastille. Now, that's my quota for the day. The bad part of it is that they're really good. Yeah. They're good, they're soothing, you know, they're all the things that vitamin C lozenges are supposed to be. But then, yeah. Un- I, I can't put it in words, the, the explosive feeling in my guts I had last night. Oh, my God. I, I really thought I was going to have, like, 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 I was just, like uh, we always used to say about the humper, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you say would, one day he would just burst. That was funny. Remember that? Yep. You used to say it. I did not. Yeah, you did. I did not. Or maybe it was the beast. That's what Joe Rose was saying about the beast. One day he was just going to, like, grow up. Is that what Joe was saying? Because he talks about the beast way too much. He's not listening to Zach. Now, Joe, I don't want to start interfering with your show, but the last guy who didn't listen to Zach, he's been gone a long time. You know, once he's gone, uh, the U.S. Department of Justice yesterday announced it will have staffers monitoring polling places throughout the city to ensure compliance with federal voting rights laws. That's in Philadelphia. The League of Women Voters of Philadelphia has a staff volunteers answering questions on Election Day. they got a hotline, which I'm not going to give the number because we don't have anybody in Pennsylvania listening, I'm sure. Oh, and uh, your buddy Rich Pactor, your close personal friend. Yeah, what about Sent me a little bit of a follow-up on this guy whose name I can't pronounce, Jason Beggy, the actor, about okay. Scientology. I'll get to it. It's, it's just a little bit more than what I read the other day. It's okay. Right. And Rich Pactor, George, still hates you. I do? Or is it Boca that hates him? Oh, they hate each other. Okay. Chicken neck. The Committee of 70, a nonpartisan election watchdog group, will also be available to answer election-related questions all day. And it's got a bunch of phone numbers here. It says, contact Sam Wood uh, to tell him what a jerk he is at the Philadelphia Inquirer. That crap about, what was that line he had? Mm-hmm. They both, what do you say? They're both expecting, whatever he said. Both expect to win. Well, whatever he said. It was a bunch of crap, you know. But that's, that's the media for you. Most of the media are a bunch of, uh, like, high school and college kids. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't say they're green behind the ears. They're like a puce behind the ears. They haven't got any idea which side is up and which side is down. It's like the people who write about hockey in the Herald and the Sun Sentinel, like David J. Schlemiel. Oh, well, Jacques Martin, this and Jacques Martea. This is, this is a guy who wouldn't know a hockey game if they shoved 14 pucks up his ass. But now you're making it. I, I thought he was gone, too. I thought once he'd be gone, he'd be, uh, but he's back. David J. Schlemiel. That's because he certainly works cheap. Something George and Chris know about. Yep. yep. 1190. Whoa, whoa. W-O-W-O. 1190 on your dial. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne Comets hockey, baby. Here we go. Which one are you? Non-Hispanic white? I'm not going to read the numbers. 72%. Cuban, almost 9%. Those two are... Well, the whites are up. we got more white folks. But they, I think... The reason for that is because the, the percentages are so far down on the ethnic. See what I'm saying? Right. <coughs> White. Other Hispanic, 33. African-American, 31. We're doing okay with the dark folks, thank God. Not that many of them, but a couple. Native American, 16. And we'd have a lot more than that if you wouldn't pick on the Indians. Oh, that's right. I keep confusing it with MIFO. How did that ever come out, by the way? You know, Marvin Rahman's your close personal friend. Yeah. How that ever turn out? Did he wind up going to a slammer or something? I don't know what uh, ever happened to Mark. What the disposition was? No. Remember, uh, Jeff had that uh, house arrest ankle bracelet thing going on? Yeah, Mifo. Right. A real loser. If ever, if ever there was somebody in this business who had drifter loser written all over his forehead, it was him. Remember, remember that day at, at uh, QAM? I went out to my car at 2 o'clock to the parking lot to get in my car and go home. And he was out there. I, I, I kind of sneaked out there behind him. Mm-hmm. And he and Greg Reed were there, and Mifo was bad mouthing me and ripping me an ass. Oh, at IOD, he lost this account because he said this. And, and he didn't realize it was there behind him, yeah. I absolutely want to puke. Yeah. Backstabbing jerk. Patient uh, 14, Jamaican 10, Middle Eastern 9, Chinese 9, 9 Chinaman. I bet you at least one of them looks pretty good. I mean, that's not what this is all about. Colombia 9, I bet you all of them look good. Well. Other Asian, eight. Japanese, six. Brazilian, five. Only five Brazilians. We lost our Brazilians. Nicaraguan, four. And Mexicans, solamente dos. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Wonderful WQAM. You have what? in the morning and you hear his cell phone beep why the hell's he got his phone on when he should be fast asleep you get up and check the message and it says thanks for the sex and you just caught your hubby cheating through a goofy high school text and the screaming starts Stars. Her screen name's Pookie Panda, and your man keeps her warm. Texting about their last date when he visited her dorm. She thanks him for the sweater, the gift card, and iPod. She says she can't wait to see him. Feel a sexy bar And the screaming stars 
And the screaming starts. The screaming starts. And the lamp gets thrown. Get him in the head. With his own cell phone. Then you kick him hard. In the family beast. He's lying on the floor. Holding his in between. Rectum. Twelve minutes before noon. I love that. It's just the first time I played mm-hmm. it. I thought, well, you know, it's not one of those pet and guild bits. It goes on too long, but but it's okay. Okay. Plus, it allows me to drop in all those screams there. Now, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember which PD it was. Was it Boy Gary or was it Steve Nickel, who thought that that sound was like offensive and it was over the oh, top? Oh, I didn't hear that one. Oh yeah. You know, you didn't. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, they wanted me to stop playing that. Like there's something wrong with that. Oh, that's disgusting. It's uh, yeah, every, everything is disgusting. Sure. Now, boy, Gary was disgusting, and certainly Steve Nichol was. He was he was beyond mm. disgusting. Amen. Now, you remember that dinner we had at Burton Jack's with um, Petey Bolger, yeah, Ron Fink, Rat Wolf Fink. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they took us to dinner so they could announce to us that they just paid off Steve Nichol, the PD, to go away. We paid him off to go away to make us happy, I guess. Right. To make me happy. They don't give a crap about you. That's right. But nevertheless, that was, and it was a good dinner, too. It was free. Yep. And it was at Burton Jack's. And Mr. Eagle wasn't even there eating free either, so that was hmm. good. There was no um, uh, peppercorn sauce. There was no Parmesan cheese. There was no like that. We need one more vote for 1,200. It's not a vote. It's a, we need one more. This is like a tally, you know, a tally, Sally. You know, if you want to get more Chinese, you should just play uh, Tai Tommy. Yeah, that, that'll do it, yeah. That'll probably erase the line we got on there already. You know something? If we made you the PD, we, we would owe points. That's your, after all this time on this show, and you're, you're just lost. You're like a little boy lost. A lump in a chair, just desperately flailing around, looking for some connection to reality. That's you. Well, I mean, I sure your girlfriend so. is a nice person. Thankfully, she is. And, and very... Um, Accommodating. Tolerant. Yeah, exactly. Willing to put up with anything. 12.02 now, Mr. Hotshot. Told you. None of those votes were Chinaman, though. Oh, oh well. We're still stuck on Yine. The, the ethnics, have, they're gone. We could leave this up there for a month. I don't think it's going to make any difference. And also, a whole bunch, we get a whole bunch of new listeners. See, that's another part of the problem is that in these eight years, there's the normal 
I mean, aside from the fact that we don't have our show anymore like we used to, but there's the normal attrition, you know, that goes on. Mm-hmm. And there, there's no addition because there's no promotion. So without promotion, there's no addition. We there's just subtraction. Attrition without addition. That's right. Attrition without addition. And um, it leaves us in a sorry condition. GM is busy pishing. <laughs> They've got to be doing something. It sure isn't promoting any of these shows. But that's okay because I'm sure now that this new deal is signed, sealed, and delivered, that they're gonna, uh, that Norma's gonna hold their feet to the fire, and make sure that they live up to every um, dot and jittle of the uh, jot and diddle of the uh, contract, including the promotion that's in there. They 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 don't do it, and he he don't, he don't care. He's busy with his baseball cards, Norma. Norma can't. Yeah, that one. So here's that story about the guy whose name we. You still don't know who it is, Jason Beggy? No, I still don't. I mean, I could. You know, research him and go, oh, yeah, that guy. Mark Bunker on Vimeo.com says, Last week we brought you actor Jason Beggy's stunning statements about leaving Scientology. They were part of a three-minute teaser video. After 13 years and a million bucks, Beggy finally decided the cult was dangerous, and he left. By that time, he was estranged from family and friends. Now Jason's full video interview with Bunker is available at Vimeo.com, and this is what he says. The Scientology process of getting clear is, in Jason's words, a con. You believe it, you invest your time and money, it's the getting out that's painful, Jason says, because people don't want to believe they've been conned. You can't be a fool, that's too much to confront. I hate that my nose is dripping, you know, it's running, like a yeah. faucet. I hate it. But that's the story about Duchovny, his childhood friend, that really stands out. In the ninth grade, I met this kid, my best friend. He came to my class and I said, you and I are going to be friends. That's David Duchovny, my best friend. Our relationship was adversely affected by being in Scientology. He was very cool, but he wasn't into it. I think his wife perceived that she didn't like it, and they were right. He was called a 1-1 SP. It affected our relationship. One of the first people I went to see when I left Scientology was David. I went over to his house. We were walking around. We talked about it a little bit. He doesn't watch South Park, doesn't know about all this stuff. I explained OT to him. Meg, he said, of the high level you can pay to attain in the sect. I start explaining to him about Zenu and the loyal officers, a basic story from L. Ron Hubbub's science fiction. I couldn't get a third of the way through the story, and we had our faces on the floor. We were laughing so hard. I mean, you couldn't even talk. It is so retarded. That is correct. Absolutely correct, sir. Retarded. But then again, what religion isn't? You know? Right. So I looked him up. Who, uh, David Beggy? Jason Beggy, yeah. Whatever his name is. And, uh, oh, yeah, that guy. What guy is that? I mean, I've seen his face. He's a character actor in this and that. Yeah, as he looked Things good? that I've seen. No, no, you would not like him. Oh, my God. And who cares? Too old and pockmarked. Ten Colombians, ten Jamaicans, but still only nine Chinamen. You know, as this thing goes on, it becomes more and more disconcerting to me. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I know what you mean by that. But disturbing. I don't, I don't know why it's disturbing to you. Other you than I, I know why? you like the Jap, the, uh, the Chinese. I know you. No, that, that's not. No, that isn't the point. It's not a question of whether they look good or I'm going to do a hanky panky with them. That, that's not the point. I mean, why would you be so concerned about the Chinese as opposed to oh, say, I'm just, I'm just the, using the Brazilians? Example, okay. I don't know any Brazilians. The Gazillions or I've the never Japanese. Anything with no Brazilians. We should have way more Japanese. No, we should not. Yes, we first should. Time we, the first time we done this poll eight years ago, we had ten Japanese. That was the last place. Yeah. And now, now we got six. We're just over half the uh, tally of what we had. 
So that's about the same about the same ratio. You so see, and, uh, you, you see, and that's you again, looking for Japanese chicks. That, that's all you care about. That's not all I care about. I like the Japanese. I like their culture. I always have. I don't. Since I was a little kid. I don't. Okay. I don't like the way they bombed the Pearl Harbor. I didn't like that. Well, you know. Lot today. I didn't like the way they screwed up the auto industry in this country, although they do make good cars. Yeah, they didn't screw it up. Else. They just did a good job. Yeah. We screwed it up. We? We're doing a bad job. We, the Americans. What do you mean, we, white man? Yeah, the Americans screwed it up by being... 12.06 on Chris's we. survey, man. He's going, he's going for 10,000 votes. What do you think about that? Should we go for 10,000? Just leave it on there? Yeah, leave it on there for like a week or two. A week or two? You think we're going to get 10,000 in a week or two? <laughs> Boy, you are a crazy person. You're insane. And? We'll be lucky to make 2,000. When's the last time we had 2,000 on any pool? Even the one where we asked... Are you alive or dead? Paper or plastic? You know, difficult questions. Favorite sandwich filling? How can you get any better than that? Ooh. Have you ever killed a possum? Have you ever played possum? <laughs> Charlie B. My God. What a, what a retard. A pseudo-intellectual. There's nothing worse than a pseudo-intellectual retard. Somebody who thinks he's brilliant and he's a dumbo. You know, like, like that. Oh, you ought, to, you ought to really hold them by the balls and make them give you your fart sounds back and all those four-letter words. You know what? It leaves me limp. I mean, I start out limp, and then I'm, I'm that much limper when I'm through reading any of that crap. You ought to do this, and you ought to do that. And he once worked at college radio 80 years ago. Well, good for you, Charlie B. Bite it. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. I think our website, by the way, could use a little bit of refurbishing. It's getting a little old and stale, yeah, like me. Yeah. Old and moldy. You don't think? Sure. So that's a new I mean, picture pictures then. of Brady Quinn are, are, you know, fine, including the one where he's got it, those three guys have got their hands on each other's privates. But they're old. We need to update some of that, mister. Who's going to take care of that? Well, I think uh, you should send some pictures in, for starters. Pictures of what? Of you about the yeah, camera. Yeah, out of you know? here. Oh, my God. And you pop up the camera me? and tell them to snap some shots of you doing stuff. 
It's your website. People want to know about you. Me doing what? what? Doing. So tiny man? Sure. You can actually right. interview you doing the show. Yeah. <laughs> and your boxers. That's right. You know something that is so disgusting? Uh, the view look out it. the window. The pigeons. Yeah. yeah. What the elevator looks like. The uh, the concierge down there, you know. Get out of here. What what you look like what? What? What why, why don't I just take a picture of the front of the building with the address on there, too? That's so a good idea. Visitors. Oh, by the way, Neil, how you doing? We just came to visit you, you know. When the police cars go by, take a picture of them, you know, driving that's by right. down there. Take a picture of Woodbine, uh, your favorite slot machine, things like that. No, that's not a bad idea. Get a picture of your cabbie. That's I right. I think they let you take cameras into Woodbine, just like they're at Gulfstream when you guys sneaked. That's right. We did have to sneak. The, uh, the bounce Thank God they got the real Wheel of Fortunes, and they're not the Erzots ones like at the Hard Rock. And by the way, those ducks in a row that I was telling you I did so good Saturday, the ducks suck. You know what these are now? Dead ducks. I see. I have to be really sick. Not that I have a gambling problem. I have a boredom problem. And I don't know why. I mean, I could have sat around and watched some TV last night and gone to bed real early and rested and probably feel a lot better today. But no, I had my cabbie guy pick me up because the car was spoken for last night, you know. Paco was out and about. God only knows doing what and with whom, but nevertheless. And, and I went there, and I, I, I actually, and of course, that's when my stomach started exploding because I was eating all these damn Paul Citrus things. No, no, seriously, there has got to be something really explosive, and I mean that in the most literal sense, in these things. When the package says limit two per day. Right. Could have also been a combination of things, you know. No. Okay. Like what? Like, you know, you might have been in a, uh, you know, in a natural state anyway. Maybe it was something you ate, and then that put you over no. the top, the conference. No. All right. No. Just try it. No. Make an excuse for him. No. For who? Halls? Yeah. That's because you like halls. I think if I was smart, I I'd do. put my clothes on right now and do like, you know, about a 10-minute interlude, go across to the little Chinese market. I'll find some Chinese man over there. Y'all bet. I no speak English. No speak English. Very, very nice lady and her husband run the uh, market. The only problem, well, there's two problems, several problems. One is they operate on Chinese time. I got all these people on Mexican time, Cuban uh -huh. time. They're on Chinese time, which means basically they open their store whenever they feel like it. So on the weekend, noon means 12.15, 12.30, 12.45, 1.20, whenever they show up, you know. And the other problem is no speaking English. Now, she's, she loves me because I'm probably her best customer. I'm in there at least a couple times every day. Do you say hi in Chinese to them? No, I say hi in English, and they say, oh, hi, how are you? Okay. She knows a few words now. But like when tourists come in there, mm -hmm. um, they don't know that uh, she knows speaking English. And so they'll ask her something. Oh, I know speaking English. See, uh, to me, I could be wrong, but that's not a good way to do business. No, but, you know. If you're going to be like in a retail business in a city where overwhelmingly accommodating. people speak English. Right. Huh? You should be accommodating to the majority. Yeah, I mean, she's well, a very sweet, business. very nice old lady. But then yeah. again... She's a Chinese man. Well, bust man. out with a hello in Chinese. Say ni hao the next time you go in there. I'm not speaking no Chinese, ni hao. okay? Ni hao. It sounds like crap. I'm not doing that any more than I speak to Paco in Espanol, all right? Except maybe once in a while I might call him puta or something like that, but nevertheless. Puto. Puto, puta, Pluto, puta. Well, what difference does it make? He might be right with his, anyways. Yeah, see, there you go. One is right. Who okay, I'm that? sorry, you're right. <laughs> Who said that? It wasn't me. <laughs> but sure, Who it was said funny. That? I wish it was me. <laughs> Who said that? Me. How many people are in the studio, do you think? It sounded like the humper. No. <laughs> Didn't say, well, I mean, fat. It was definitely from a fat person. That, that was nasty. Mark it down, Chris. <laughs> yeah, chalk one up for Chris. He finally had a line, okay? Woo! Once every, like, two or three weeks, you know. 
Once every two or three years, he'll come up with a really great line. That was good. Puta, puto, uh, whatever. Maracana, maracana. Ich bin ein Americaner. 1218 on your survey. They're, it's creeping along. We'll be lucky to get to 1500 on this damn thing, even if we leave it up there for a week. I hope that Joe Bell puts his head in his hands and weeps like a child when he hears about this. Because this, this is as good a, uh, and I mean, of course, not everybody who listens has got a computer. Not everybody who listens can vote because if somebody within about 40 block radius votes, they, it blocks them out. But if we really had the kind of audience we used to have, we'd have like you know, 2,500, 3,000 on there already, wouldn't we? Yes. Yes. But we don't. And I'm not going to sit here and keep begging people. I mean, it, it doesn't require rocket science just to put on there what you are besides a-hole, you know. In a lot of your cases, we already know that. It's obvious. Uh-oh. Could be TomPayne.com. Yeah, it is. Right Let's on schedule. get ready to a rumble. Let's get real economic stimuli. Yeah, stimulate this, okay? That. And here's Photos.com. No, it's Hotels.com. Save in Berlin. Well, that's for uh, Michael, who listens to the show. I keep threatening I'm going to send him information about Berlin. Maybe I'll uh, send that along to him. He wants to go to Berlin. Ich bin ein Berliner. If there was one place that I've been that I would recommend to you, it's Berlin. You've said, and I'd love to go. More than Amsterdam, more than Rome, wow. more than Stockholm, more than... Hel- I like Helsinki a lot. But it's very far, and maybe three days a year, the you know, temperature gets above. I don't know. It's pretty cold there. It's beautiful, though. And the Finnish people, whoo! They put those chanty... How many Finnish people we got? I don't know. I've met a Finn once. How about we could put Brit on there? I mean, we've got other, we've got 57 other, but um, we could put Brit. Oh, I mean, you could break it down, especially, uh, you know, you get into the uh, that angle. European. You could break it down into all the different subgroups. Like Nazis? Your Italians and Greeks and Germans and all the other well, we got other on there. Slabs, right. Other. Right, well, there you go. And there's only, even though it's in third place, there's only 57 other. Ten Chinese, that's all we got. And that's all we're going to get, maybe, maybe one or two more, all week. And all weekend long, I'll sit with my head in my hands, crying like a little baby. Oh, my God. Of course, I, I do that every weekend anyway. I see. Well, the weekends are very boring. Okay, except getting up early on Saturday morning, going out and winning 1,000 or 1,500 at Woodbine. Well, I'll uh, start crank calling you just to spice so things Chris, up. So Chris can say, oh, gee, Neil gets up early so he can go lose his money. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <coughs> How many weeks before you make 1,200 bucks, Chris? How many weeks? Um, yeah. Next year. See what I mean? And he's giving me crap because I go out there and say, Saturday mornings I do well. Sunday, never on a Sunday. Sunday should be my day to sleep in. In fact, probably if I would have slept in this Sunday, not only would I have not lost back 800 bucks, but I would have uh, not gotten sick. I would have felt great today. As opposed to feeling like really logy and stuffed up. I don't think this is allergies. I don't think it's the flu. I think it's a damn bad cold. You know how many years since I've had a cold? Remember when I first started doing the shows up here, all the time I had that scratchy throat, and I started taking Allegra. And I realized back then it was allergies, and it was during the wintertime. And I got a humidifier, and I had, like, uh, that thing going all the day. Get a little humidity in the air in here. In the wintertime, that dry air, man. Yep, that'll give you... It dries out your sinuses. Bloody bogeys. I I beg your pardon? It'll give you bloody bogeys. Really? Dry air. Bloody boogies. Mm-hmm. Japanese, we got seven. George is into the Japanese chick. So send your picture to George, okay? Naked. Don't need to be. But preferably. Or scantily clad. I mean, that'd be nice. I, I don't know. To me, the, I, and I hate to say this because I'm sure there are 
I don't know how many million people there are in Japan. There must be some extremely attractive ones. And I've seen a few of both sexes. But generally speaking, and of course, I don't know. I don't go up to people and say, oh, are you Korean or are you like uh, Chinese or are you Japanese? Or Right. You don't you always available? know. What? You don't always know, but uh, generally speaking, I can pick a oh, I can Japanese. Too. I can pick a oh, Japanese out of a too. crowd of uh, Chinese. The good looking, if there's like a whole bunch of Asian people, the good looking ones are Chinese and the ugly ones are Japanese. No. Oh, my God, you can't no, see it. I just did. What? The, the opposite. No, not you guys. You said but the opposite. Let me just tell you now, I know the guys, okay? Right. You stick with the chicks and uh, stick it, stick it, Sounds stick like it, a stick plan. It. Yeah. I have to agree with George, though. About what? The Japanese women. About Japanese guys? No, women. Yeah, the Japanese women are way better than the Chinese guys. Yeah, that might be. (laughs) Way better. Like those geisha girls? I wasn't thinking about that. Are there any geisha boys? Yeah. In Japan, I'm sure there are. Yeah, and goisha boys. Goisha, yeah, well, a lot of goisha Japanese. Goisha geishas. Now, what is that religion? Shinto? Yes, it is. You've got to be careful the way you spell it and the way Mm -hmm. you say it. And, And what is it? Who is Shinto? It's not a person. I know that. But what is it all about? They have uh, several gods and ancestor worship, and it's uh, it's not uncomplicated. But the good news is, hey, go ahead, don't step on my material now. Tell Rebecca. The good news is they it's only a traditional thing. They don't take it all that seriously. It's just uh, I just dumped myself. Oh, well, I said the PR word. Go ahead. They don't take it all that seriously. They're really, uh, you know, it's just a traditional kind of thing that they do. Well, what kind of an answer is that? I said, what is it all about Shinto? And you said they don't take it all that seriously. That's they, a good answer. Yeah, well, because they've that's got like, a lot. That's like saying, what is Judaism all about? Well, they don't take it all that seriously, and it's mostly about They've diet, got a lot, of, a lot of, and, of health, yeah, there you go. They've got a lot of uh, little holidays that they observe and rituals and things like that. Well, what do they believe? What do they believe, man? M- multiple gods and, uh, and ancestral oh. spirits. Multiple gods and multiple orgasms. Sure. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Chinese food over the phone. Follow along and repeat. Chinese takeout manager. Ah, hello, happy paradise. What's your order? Customer. Yes, I would like an egg roll to go, please. Takeout manager. Ah, you want spring roll or egg roll? Repeat. Ah, you want spring roll or egg roll? Customer. I would prefer the egg roll, please. Takeout manager. Ah, okay, a spring roll. You want to move your station with that? Repeat. You want a mushu special with our customer? No, no mushu, thank you. And I requested an egg roll, please. Ah, okay, spring roll. Uh, you want poo poo platter, poo poo platter, or special no, no, egg roll? No, no, no poo poo platter or spring roll, just an egg roll, all right? So, you just want a spring roll, right? No, an egg, egg, an egg roll. I just want an egg roll, understand? Ah, yeah, hold on, okay. Don't die for language tape number eight. Giving directions to Iranian taxi drivers. All right. <laughs> I think their turbans on too tight. I'm getting a uh, sympathetic quaggle there for you. Getting what? I'm blowing my nose and uh, hacking up phlegm just for you. Good. Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. 
And, and, uh, and I'm getting Maroney some cramps. Dodge, over at Maroney Dodge, where they send us a lot of stupid stuff, I mean, yeah. we've done this so many times. They send a pool. Generally speaking, the group with the worst body odor is. And then they got a bunch of... We, we've done that a zillion times, okay? Who smells worst? I'll tell you who smells worst. People who don't bathe. There you go. They smell the worst. People who can't afford to buy a bar of soap or a little body wash. Do people still use soap? Oh. They must. I know we've been through this a million times, but it just... It would be like guys still wearing two-piece bathing suits. Like people wearing knickers and white buck shoes. And what are those other shoes? Those um, penny loafers? Yeah. And those two-tones. What, what do they call those? I thought those were white bucks. No. Oh, white saddle shoes. Saddle, saddle shoes. Saddle shoes, is that what they call them? Yes. Two-tone. So Stephen on MySpace, not our regular uh, our friend, but another Stephen, says... Every time you mention Brazilians lately, I'm reminded of this. <coughs> of that? Robert Gates briefed Bush this morning. He told Bush that three Brazilians were killed in action this morning. To everyone's amazement, all the color ran from Bush's face. Then he collapsed onto his desk, head in hands, visibly shaken, almost whimpering. He finally composed himself and asked Gates, just exactly how many is a Brazilian? Uh -huh. That's, that's kind of cute. I mean, it's not... Fall down on the floor, laugh your ass off, but it's kind of cutesy. How many is a Brazilian? In other words, mm -hmm. Abu Duh, dumb. That's your president, dumb. And even dumber than that are people who still support him. That 20-some percent, whatever it is. People are just are intractable and immovable, especially those far religious nuts. Oh, he's a man of God. Yeah. And I'm sure he's getting instructions from God to make sure we kill all those innocent people. Well, there's Arabs, you know, God hates That's us. true. Yeah, you mean even the American troops, all those 4,000-plus that are dead were Arabs, too? I didn't know that. Well, they're heroes. 1239 on the survey. We better get to 1,300-plus by the time we're done today, or I'm going to be embarrassed. We had over 1,000 when I sat down here this morning. Well, I mean, by before 10 o'clock. Chris? Uh-huh. Ten Chinamen. That's all we got. Hey, it's pretty I... good. It's what? It's pretty good. No, it's not. It's more than nine. The first time we had, uh, eight years ago, we had 68. 3.2% of the entire audience was Chinaman. And now, one, what is it? 0 0.8. 0 0.8. What was it before? 3.2. So that's a fourth. We've lost three quarters of our Chinaman. And I just keep using that one because it's a classic. And we can do the Brazilians. We got six. Eight years ago, we had 86. We've lost right. 80 Brazilians, man. That's bad. What happened? Maybe they all had the operation. I don't know. <laughs> what? Nothing. That's the In line. Brazil, I don't think you need the operation. All you need to do is the, have the right clothing, you know, the right attire. Is that how it works? I don't know. I've never been there. I almost once uh, went, went to Sao Paulo. Yeah. Almost. And then I realized uh, I was going to go there on vacation. This is many years ago. And, and I look at my travel book. It's a nine-hour flight from Miami to Sao Paulo. And I thought, for crying out loud, I can go to Europe in less time than that. In addition to which, I might not like Sao Paulo. You think I would like it there? I don't know. Have you ever had any desire to go to Brazil? Sure. Check it out. Although, I'm, I don't know how sensitive it is. You don't speak the language. No, I know, but my my biggest concern is don't they do a lot of uh, kidnapping and just killing of tourists? That's what I'm talking there? about, like yeah. in Colombia. Right, yeah. And a lot of those other Latin American countries. Mexico? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, it's a big industry there. Yeah, but I, I got friends who could escort me around Mexico. Yeah, that don't mean much. I'll kidnap them, too. I doubt it. 
1242 on the survey. We want to get a million votes on here. In fact, I say we leave it on the same poll until we get a million. Okay. I mean, we got five and two-thirds years to go, and that George would be happy about that. Yeah. Can you imagine the joy that you would have not having to worry about the poll? Ooh. George might want to work every day and get Rebecca all upset. <laughs> it's not as fun unless I'm stepping I'm over you. I get paid, uh-huh. and George works every day. Okay. Starting now. Now, what did you? I guess you didn't like my idea of uh, just putting on my clothes. No, over I, the I hated that. Store. Slacker Why idea. is that? Yeah, a slacker. Well, I would do it like at the beginning of a break, which gives you like okay. four minutes. Yeah. And then you can play a, a long bit. I'll play a tune. I'll no, not a tune. tune. Stop with the tunes, Roger okay? Whitaker. Oh, Yellow Roger Bird. Whitaker, my ass. I'll bet. I'll play Yellow Bird. Isn't that your <sighs> favorite? No. The worst. Speakers at a Doha conference on Mecca's... Get it ready. Speakers on Mecca's importance said that the holy city, not Greenwich, should become the reference point for world time, reigniting an old controversy that started some four decades ago. These schmata heads, man, these mung brains, they, they, they just won't stop. A group of Islamic scholars presented on Saturday scientific evidence to prove that Mecca was the core of... See, there's something missing here the core of something, that the zero longitude passes through the holy city and not through Greenwich in the U.K., eh? Greenwich in England has been the home of Greenwich Mean Time, GMT, since 1884. GMT is sometimes called Greenwich Meridian Line at the Royal Observatory in Greenwich because that's where it's measured. Greenwich is the place from where all time zones are measured. In a clear support for the call, Islamic scholar Yusuf al-Karadawi said Islam, unlike other religions, never contradicted science. Right. The participants recommended the unification of the time in the Arab world to the time in Mecca instead of Greenwich. They also called the Arab governments to abandon the New World maps because they're forged to serve Western interests. Oh, where does it stop? It doesn't. They also demanded that buildings in the Arab world be directed towards Qibla. Cuba? Qibla. Q-U-I-B-L-A. Qibla, like the Qibla Ls? I see. The gathering also urged to organize conferences to promote the idea of Mecca as the center of the world's land and distribution of CDs to support it. You got your Islamic CD? Better get no, it. but I ordered it. You better get it or they're going to like, uh, make you an offer you can't refuse. The conference was organized to introduce Sat Makkah, the watch of Mecca. The inventor of the clock, Yassin Ashuk, said it runs anti-clockwise in the direction of Tawaf, the rotation around Kaaba. The Switzerland-based award-winning inventor of Palestinian origin said his invention made a lot of opposition. It took him four years to win the patent. What does that mean, the inventor of the clock? What, what clock? I, I guess somebody had to invent that. There are different the kinds of clocks. Clock? So which kind are they talking about? I don't the moderator know. of the event, Rabah, Rabbi. Homo, whatever her name is, who's also the wife of the watch's inventor, said the West imposed on us the invisible Greenwich line as the world's reference time. She said she hoped that an Islamic country would adopt the project to strengthen the belief that Mecca was the core of the world, not theoretically, but practically. Yeah, let's argue about it. Let's kill each other about it, okay? Sure. Let's get real far bissed about it, baby. Let's argue what time it is. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil God. I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm going to set myself on fire. Jackass number three, the final chapter of the Jackass trilogy. I'm Ben Margera, and this is freestyle wood chipper diving. Woo! Jackass number three, from Zero IQ Pictures. I'm Wee Man 
on top of the space needle, and instead of a parachute, I got a backpack full of cooking utensils. Geronimo! <laughs> I'm Steve-O. I'm going to gargle lighter fluid, strap this nuclear warhead to my back, and wrestle a mountain lion, dude. Warning, these stunts were performed by professionals who will not be returning for Jackass number four. Okay, 1231 at 560 WQAM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you. Is there anything worse? I mean, there are worse, you know, more serious things, you know, like serious diseases. But is there anything more annoying than a cold? Okay, maybe. Like a bad cold or a flu or tuberculosis or strep throat. Cancer. I'm not, I just got to saying, I'm not <laughs> talking about those kind of diseases. Okay. Jackass. <laughs> Bubonic Jackass. Bubonic plague. Leprosy. leprosy. Oh, yeah, leprosy. Annoying. Parts fall off. I hate that. Very, very. Who? Which I definitely wouldn't have now because I'm getting all this vitamin C. I hate to break the news to you, but I'm having my third lozenge, my third cough drop. Don't OD. Only supposed to have two a day. You can't, you can't eat only two. Right. You can't suck only two a day. We still have only ten Chinamon, by the way. 1,249 tallies on there, though. It's uh, not too good. Well, what are you going to think if it like gets to about 1,500 and then that's the end? It just stops. What do you mean, like, I don't think it'll ever stop. It might slow to a trickle. I mean, I mean, just, you know, <coughs> just be over. Maybe I have pneumonia. But if I had pneumonia, wouldn't I have, I'd have fever and chills, right? Right. I imagine. And popping out of peels. Mm-hmm. Deborah says... Tried to email this, but this email address failed. Please announce this event to your listeners. Thanks, says Deborah. MoveOn.org political action. MoveOn members to demand Senator Mel Martinez stop spending on endless war and focus on issues at home. Good luck, Deborah. Yeah. I don't want to be negatory, Deborah, but you're farting into a windstorm, honey. On Thursday, April 24th, this Thursday, members of MoveOn.org political action in Boca, and South Palm Beach County will release a new report, Iraq and Recession. The report focuses on groundbreaking poll numbers that show that voters in Florida believe that the billions of dollars a week spent on Iraq should be invested in economic priorities at home. No kidding. <laughs> Senator Mel Martinez has consistently voted with the president to spend half trillion dollars on this endless war in Iraq while ignoring the mounting economic pressures of voters here in Florida. <laughs> The billions per week we're spending there could be invested in our faltering economy here at home, said Deborah Lyston, local move-on member. It's time to bring our troops home and use those same dollars for the priorities of most Americans, health care, clean energy, and job creation, to help those hurt by impending recession. After the event, local move-on members will deliver the report to Representative Bobby Wexler at his office in Boca, and he's agreed to bring the report to Senator Mel Martinez's attention. Here you go, Mel, and Mel's going to say, uh, get lost, Maricone. <clears throat> like that. That'll be the end of that. There's your president. Canada is negotiating a Colombia free trade agreement. Mexico has a free trade agreement with Colombia. Colombia. And a lot of folks are waiting for the United States Congress to bring this issue up and pass it. Oh, my God. Maniac. Now, it makes no sense to me to say that Colombia goods can come mm-hmm. into our country duty-free, yet our goods mm-hmm. can't go into Colombia duty-free. Duty. And yet that's the case. 
an agreement with Colombia would level the playing field. Nazi bastard, lunatic, maniac. But that's him. That's what some of you wanted out there, and that's what you got. And that's what all the rest of us got. That's the part that's so painful. I didn't vote for him. George didn't vote for him. George can't vote, of course. Right. Well, maybe Chris didn't vote for him. <laughs> Chris don't know how to vote. Say what? I said you're too busy filling your fat face to worry about voting. That's what I said. I vote. You did? For who? I vote, yeah. Kerry? Yep. Scary. And I was still a Republican at that time. What did I tell you about him? Hey, give him some credit. He got better. I said I was. Give him some credit for what? For changing. For, me, for being a Nazi? Or for being a... Right. Uh, Listen, fat, it's not easy Nazi. to admit that you were wrong for so long. Some of us had to. It's a very difficult thing to do. Some of us? Us. Well, I was a born again, remember? Oh, my God. But I got better. I think Rebecca's got a good point. Yeah. George is trying to take over the show. That, that'd be a good poll. <laughs> yeah. How would you how would you phrase that? Is uh, George trying to push the old man out? Right. You kidding? This is the best slacker job. If only I could get paid for it, then it'd be sweet. Yeah, like a bird. Remember the bird? Mm-hmm. That was the slacker job. In fact, it would have been great if we could have Chris and the bird on the show. Then we could have the bird and the turd. Hey, if I got paid like him, I would do whatever. <laughs> that was it. That's all you had to do and eat. <laughs> uh, you know what? If I got paid like that, I would even run the board still. Wow. Let me tell you something. He used to make fifty grand a year mm-hmm. for sitting there cackling once in a while and eating. Right. I would go and run the board even. You know, he didn't like the much. fact that I used to talk about the Cubs and Harry Carey. Right. They used he'd to throw a tantrum. drive him nuts. He'd put his head down so on the desk. He'd put his head down on the table. Or he'd storm out of the studio. No, he wouldn't storm out. He would just put his head down oh. on the counter and act well, like, oh, geez, not this again. Oh, New York. I saw him storm out. Uh, I don't remember why during a couple of my training really? sessions with Nick Lawrence. Yeah. On my show? On your show. Get out of here. All right. Bye. You stormed out? I'm going to storm out. I'm pretty over sure it was, what? I'm pretty sure it was over things like that. It was a tantrum he was throwing over that you wouldn't stop talking baseball. Did he have crutches or something? Yes. Okay, so I remember those stories now. He had MS, and now he's dead. So don't be picking on the dead, okay? Why? Well, go ahead and pick on the dead. What are they going to do? Bad. That's right. 1257 on the survey. Ten Chinamon. That, that's it. That's all you're getting. We started with six. Two and a half hours I've been screaming <laughs> and bleeding <laughs> and choking and yeah. my nose running and gagging. You've been screaming for more than two and a half hours. What are you trying to say? Blaming. I know it. Rebecca's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> George wants to turn it into a hetero show. <laughs> God forbid. You can see that studio, man. All, all my pictures oh, yeah. of hot guys, the Tom Brady pictures. Oh, yeah. All those pictures, I'm sure, are long gone. They didn't just tear They're them down. God. We, we made a bonfire out of them. And now there's all these pictures of hot right. naked chicks. We set fire to them, and then all those posters as if they weren't flaming enough. You understand, that's supposed to be a Yay. studio. I, I know. We had to exercise. We just allowed it. in there just uh, to eke out a, a minimum living. I had a Santeria priest come in here and exercise the yeah, gay but, demons out of here. Yeah, he's exercising it. I'm mm-hmm. sure that. He sacrificed the chicken to Chango. Got all, all the bagry out of here. That's their specialty. Did he throw a coconut on the floor? Roll it around? Two. 1257 on the survey. Whites, of course. Cubans, yeah. Other, 69. 
Other Hispanic 34, like Nicaragua. No, we got those. What would be other? Like Guatemalan? Sure. El Salvadorian? Things like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe a Spaniards. Spaniards? See. Don't you think there's Spaniards? a couple of Spaniards in the Do audience? Do they speak like that? Yes. Catalan. Catalan. Uh, other Hispanic 34. African American 31. They're holding up their end. Don't hold it up too high. Native American 16, Rican 16. How do we do with the Ricans first time? 43. Oh, my God. Every ethnic group has vanished on this show, Joe Bell. Eat your parts out. But thanks for the great uh, promotion, though. And thanks for the fart sounds. If we could play, like if we had a quota, we like to play three or four fart sounds a day, hear the ambulance again. Right. Are they coming if up we... your wall or something? That's loud. Uh -huh. What do you mean? That was like the loudest we've heard. Sure. They're getting closer. It's right outside my window. Mm -hmm. They're getting closer. You want me to tell them to tone getting it closer. down a little bit? Would you? No. Haitian 14. Colombian. Like your president says, Colombian. Colombian. 13. Well, that technically is correct. Colombian. Like Tony Montana. Yeah, but we're speaking Colombian. English. Pronounce it in English. Yeah, speak it in English. A-hole. He thinks he's his brother. Biki Pani. Chinese Montan. Jamaican 10. I wonder if there's any... Jamaican Chinese. I've met something? several actually, and it's get out of here. You've met several Jamaican Chinese. Yeah, get out of here. Listen, listen to me. They sound like Jamaicans and they look like Chinese, and you want to talk about twisting your brain? Just try to reconcile those two. Uh, you know that sound of that image. You know they speak all Jamaican man. You know Irie Ganja and all that there's stuff. Chinese guys speaking Jamaican man. You know it. Well, those white Jamaicans too. I mean, you might not have seen them, but they're there, and they speak that way too. You mean like Bob Marley? He wasn't white. No. <laughs> oh, that Rebecca is so sharp. You got it, honey. Yeah, yeah. You're right. The best talent. He's going to be your new host. My junior, honey. Cool, cool, baby. Let's turn this mother out. Puff the match rapper is on my TV. No one heard of him before, or his name is Puff Daddy. I said that's Puff, the magic rapper, won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said Puff, the magic rapper, is all over MTV. Only because someone shot Notorious B.I.G. That guy, maybe someone should tell him Making it this way is wrong Picking at your dead best friends Decaying flesh and bone Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the ball track 1245 at QAM, I, I know that the whole world has just reached rock bottom Rock bottom when George tells me that Bob Marley wasn't white, and says it with a straight face. Well, what other kind of face do you want me to say it with? That uh, was a joke. I knew what you were talking about. No, it wasn't about. a joke. Oh, what my God. Joke? All right. Okay. You're like Marvin. Okay, right. I said, Mo get mofo your money. And he, he said to me during the break, oh, you know what that means, mofo, huh? You said, like Bob Marley, meaning talking like that. And I said he wasn't white as a joke. That was a joke. No, it wasn't. Rebecca, oh, okay. Rebecca, I'm going to read the all Rebecca right. facts all the rest Dude, of the it's show. it's hysterical. Just till 2. Oh, my God. Democrats turned out early across Pennsylvania today after enthusiasm generated by the presidential primary between Swillery and Barack led to record voter registration. Perfect day with the weather. 
all across the state. A few minor glitches reported at election polling places in Allegheny County this morning. I went to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette to try to get a little bit of something. Because CNN isn't, you know, they don't care. In fact, if it's a record turnout, that's probably good for Obama. So they don't, they don't want to put that on the air. That's right. Because they're a bunch of fascist pigs. Wolf Blitzkrieg and the whole crew. Now they got Tony Snow coming aboard. Won't that be lovely? Pretty soon they can get Hermann Goering and uh, Wolf Blitzkrieg a uh, two-man show. Mark Wolosik, director of the County Elections Bureau, said none of the reported problems have had a significant effect. Because of the expected large turnout, election officials defugal the machine started at a polling place in North Braddock, and another in the city's Banksville section prompted some concern. At these two sites, election judges, clerks, and inspectors, all nominally paid volunteers, initially were unable to print out verification that the voting machines had been set at zero. No, they were probably set at like 50,000 for Swillery and three for Obama. Nothing was wrong with the machines in either case, Mr. Wolosik said. A technician was dispatched to each location to help to properly set up the machines, man. Nothing like machines that are like tighter than a snare drum, like the dollar uh, wheel of fortune it would buy now. See, it's living proof. I mean, what are the odds that all of a sudden for like three weeks everything just dies? Are there any, right. If they had no control over it? If it's just random chance? Random chance, my ass. In the world of computerization, they can control any damn thing they want. That's right. All they got to do is flip a switch, click a mouse, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden everything is on slow cook. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you believe me? Of course I do. I mean, we'll never find that out because even in that book that I'm supposed to get someday right. if I live long enough. See, here's the thing. If, if they have the ability to do it, they'll do it. They'll do it. Right. And, and they do. They do. Exactly. Nothing was wrong with the machines. A technician was dispatched to each location to help to properly set up the machines, man. More than 30 people About 30, man. in Banksville and several more in North Braddock used emergency paper ballots to uh, cast their votes. Emergency. Oh, there's Stephen Harper, a real a-hole. He's doing it in Francais. Very impressive, you jerk. You idiot. You Bush Jr., Stephen Harper. Canadian Prime Minister, by the way, jackass. Balloting in Butler County was proceeding smoothly with no major glitches or slowdowns at any of the county's 85 voting precincts. The Elections Bureau Director, Regis Young, had predicted last week that turnout could reach record levels. Reports from precincts were mixed in the initial hours, <coughs> which doesn't, doesn't say too much. Statewide turnout would set a modern record for Democratic presidential primaries of more than 2.3 million of the 4.2 million registered party members show up at the polls today. The current record, just under 55%, was set in 1980 when Massachusetts Senator Edward Kennedy narrowly defeated then-President uh, Carter in Pennsylvania. Remember that? Not. No. You don't? No. Jimmy Carter. What about him? He had lust in his heart. Who doesn't? His, bro- his brother was peeing a lot on the side of buildings. Who does a billy beer. And his daughter was butt ugly, just like the, car- the Clinton's daughter. Butt ugly. Mm-hmm. Woo! Amy. Troglodyte. Democratic, of course, I can understand in that case, because both parents were so, I mean, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Carter, I, I, my ass looks better than his face. I'll take your word for it. My ass ain't too good. Believe I don't want to compare, yeah, I know. I'll take your Democratic word for Democratic enrollment began to soar earlier this year when it became apparent that neither candidate would clinch the nomination before the Pennsylvania primary. The Republican primary is also being held, but what's the point? Uh, since last fall's election, largely due to the aggressive efforts of the two presidential campaigns, the number of Democrats increased by nearly 317,000 as of March 24. 
the deadline for switching or joining parties. Yeah, let's have a party. I'll tell you who ought to be on the ballot. Party. Yeah. Don Cox. We'll write it Dave Price, 65, a Republican in Bellevue, cast a vote early today for McCain. But he said that's not necessarily the way he'll go in November general election. If Obama runs, I'll be very interested in taking a look, he said. A retiree, Mr. Price. The change thing gets me, Mr. Price said. I'm a Republican, but not a knee-jerk Republican. Just a jerk. <clears throat> like Chris. Oh, come on. I'm not he's giving us a song and a dance now that he's on the show. Oh, I'm going to vote for uh, Obama, yeah. You're going to go out there and vote for McCain 40 times. I think I'm the only one on the show that voted for Obama. I beg your pardon? I think I'm the only one on the show that currently voted for Obama in the... Uh, what, what does that mean? Vote. Just saying. What about November, assuming he wins the nomination, which he will? What about November? I'll vote when, for him again. When the chips are on the line. I will vote for him again. Yeah. You believe him, George? Yes, I do. Liar. I'm not lying. Did you know Greg Reed, Chris? Do I know who? No. You don't know Greg Reed? I know of him. I mean, he never said one word to me, even when, like, you know, <laughs> Why not? sitting in there. I don't know. He doesn't like fat I people? guess I was beneath him or something. I don't know. I wouldn't want to see that. I definitely wouldn't either. Every, just about everybody else in the building was only female. My God. Talk about a guy who got around. Am I right, George, or what? He got all around. He spread it all around. Well, maybe they were spreading it. I don't know. Yeah, you did. Some of the people that he allegedly... Well, I don't want to go into it, but it makes me gag. But then again, I guess he wasn't very choosy. 1,272 votes on the poll. Now, is he still married to Carolyn now that she got canned or what? Yes. You know that for a fact? That they're still married? Yeah. Yes. How do you know that? I'm up to date. When, when he comes by the building, does he stop by and give you a pat on the shoulder and say, That's How's right. it going, George? That's right. No? <laughs> no. I haven't seen him in a long time. Really? Really. Well, I wonder you sound like you're almost in a good mood. Oh, there's your dumb president again. Your, your trade relationship with the United States, is there a point at which you shift attention to the people running for the White House and their views and try to reach out to them? Uh, actually, my uh, biggest concern on trade right now is with Colombia. I have to exist. His biggest concern with trade is trading baseball cards with... I'll give you 15 guesses, and the first 14 don't count. Former camp. Yeah. Trading baseball cards. He's got an old Dutch Leonard that he wants to trade for a 53 Ernie Banks. 1,272 votes on the pool. 11 Chinese. Did I mention we got 11 now? You did. I'm pretty... I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just a little bit slow, the Chinese. They're sure not slow at reproducing, I'll tell you that. How do they make a billion babies? They try harder. They're harder? You tell me. Never mind. Don't. Oh. Thank you. Well, how would I know? You'd know. You know. You know your Chinaman. Couple. Couple of Chinamen. You've coupled? Oh, a couple? my God. One. Well, I don't want to go into it, okay? So you keep trying to suck me into talking about sexual experiences on the air. Yeah. And being, being uh, an old fool like I am, uh -huh. sucking into it. That's me, yep. It'll lead yeah. you down this road. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm having such an obsession with the Chinaman on the pole, okay? I keep thinking of one in particular. That could be. Mm. Maybe. 1275 on there. We've got to get to 1300 before 2 o'clock or Chris is uh, going to quit. He's going to be so depressed. We started with, uh, when the show started, a little over, I think, 1,004, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So another 271 during uh, three hours is not, not what you call, especially when we're just asking people to, like, uh, give us an answer, that's all. Paper or plastic? Are you alive or dead? That's all pretty simple.
<laughs> Am I right? <laughs> right? Don't die. Don't. Well, I'm going to eat some more of those things. Not. Oh, I would never. I'll tell you one thing. I would never want to go through that experience again. Just a warning to those of you people. See, you try to do the right thing. They had a million different kind of lozenges in the drugstore, but I get the one that says no sugar added. Isn't that the right thing to do when you're an old diabetic like me? That's right. That's white. And the great part of it is that my blood sugar this morning was the best it's been in a long time. I mean, I was sicker than hell, but maybe that's you know, the trade-off that I'm going to have to have. Get my blood sugar down, keep my diabetes under control, and then be sick all the time. Like, ugh. Or go out and get me uh, like a, a gallon of ice cream or something and feel much better. You heard the president call to run say it's in the, the region's interest to trade freely. And you know something? He is so dumb that it's just, it's staggering. It is staggering. Well, it would be one thing to say inarticulate, but that, that doesn't even come close to describing it. He's a dumbo. He's a moron. And he's your president. Not mine. Nisht Hamir. 1256 at 560 QM. Don't forget, what we got today? We got um, jerks at 2. Oh, boy. And then the DA show for Mad Dog at 4. John Linder for DA night at 9 after a bunch of stuff that uh, you won't listen to. Boy, it's the 1 to 2 hour. From the producers of Ice Road Truckers and X-Men comes an all-new series about one of the most intense occupations in the world. Cesspool suckers. You never know what you're going to find <laughs> or smell. But you can't let it get you down. Just pick up and get in there like a man. Get in there like a cesspool sucker. Cesspool suckers. A lot of guys like to use a black hose, but I like the clear kind. I like to see what I'm sucking. See what it's like to live life on the edge every day. You know, one wrong step and that's it. It's over. You're covered in it. <laughs> An American original series, Cesspool Suckers, only on the History Channel. Smell the fear. Yeah, smell this. 101 at 560 WQM, and it seems like we've only been on here, what, about 40, 50 hours today? Right. That's how it is when you're a little under the weather. Sure. The, the weather underground. But this ought to but cheer what? you up. Great news. We have yes. a very important press conference today. Dolphins, Say it again? Dolphins press conference today. At? At 1.45. Not early we're, enough. We're going to carry it? We're going to carry it because it's very important. All right. And Excellent. It's not going to be 1.45 firm. We have to wait, you know, do that little bit of a waiting game. Oh, in. My But then they'll God. tell 12 us. 12 Chinamen, by the way. 12 Chinamen. That's more good news. That sounds like a nursery rhyme. So what are we going to uh, do with the last break? We're going we're gonna to move all the breaks up, obviously, get them all. Oh, well, let's run them all back to back. And then uh, when they tell us that uh, we're ready, that they're ready, then you and Jax are going to have a handoff with each other. Well, what are you talking about? Well, we're going to hand it off to Jax, or you are. No, I think, I think we're going to throw it to the press conference. Okay. And when it's done, see, Rebecca's right. Up. Okay. George is trying to sabotage me. That's it. me. I think, what, I think he Clarence just was, like, was ignoring said. what Clarence was saying. So. That's exactly what he said. What? He might have said something to you differently on the way out of the room, but in here he was talking yeah, about... Yeah, that's because he talks out of both sides of his ass. The old Jack's handoff. A Jack's handoff. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hand off a rotten egg to jerks, okay? Oh, come on now. And that's the truth. 1285 on the survey and 12 Chinamen. <clears throat> See, they're coming through for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you should let me go across the street and get some real uh, cough drops. 
You can do and it. And I'd be good. You're good. You know, I'm sitting here gagging and puking, and Rebecca had a very good point. That's so I'll croak, and then you can take the show. Yeah, over. that's it. That's my big plan. Well, I'm not going to croak today, I'll tell you that. Good, slacker. That's just like you. Croak to get out of working. Well, here's that iodine factor. Iodine? Iodine. Well, one of the mo- while most of the media radio... Uh, try it again. Well, I'm out of the weather. That's a good excuse. Sure. While most of the media attention focused on the Pope's trip to the U.S., overwhelmingly positive, one TV show host choice of words for the Pope and Catholic Church landed him in hot water, and an apology has only stoked the fire. Apologize my ass. Bill Maher, host of Real Time on HBO, spouted off a rant on his April 11th live show that had many calling for his resignation. As Benedict was writing for a six-day trip to the U.S., Maher was critical of the Catholic Church because he feels the religion was treated differently after its sex abuse scandal because of its history, size, and clout. Maher also took comedic jabs at the Pope, commenting on his attire and uh, harping on the fact that he was part of the Hitler Youth, a group he was forced to join, and he eventually fled. Right. Maher said, if you have a few hundred followers and you let some of them molest children, they call you a cult leader. If you have a billion, they call you the Pope. After the attacks, Maher offered an apology on his April 18th show. What did I tell you about him? He's a wimp. Mm-hmm. Always has been, always will be. He says a lot of the right things, and then when in doubt, he'll always wimp out. <laughs> a nebbish. So on that score, you know what, my Catholic friends, I'll never make the Pope as a Nazi joke again, he said, because you're technically right. Okay, and also because it distracts from the main point. And the main point I was making that it w- if, if the Pope, instead of a religious figure, was the CEO of a chain of nationwide daycare centers who had thousands of employees who had been caught molesting children covering it up, he would have been in jail. William Donahue, <laughs> the farbissant William Donahue, president of the Catholic League for Religious and Civil Rights, replied, We accept Maher's apology for accusing the Pope of being a Nazi. Too bad he didn't stop there. For him to suggest that the Pope was in charge of policing molesters and failed in doing so is patently absurd. Oh, yeah. Any criticism of the church is always patently absurd. Just ask William Donahue. Bah! With his teeth clenched and his eyes darting around like a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. The American Life League, a Roman Catholic group, has set up a website asking for the outright firing of Maher. The New York native is no stranger to controversy. In 2002, ABC decided not to renew his show, Pol- uh, Politically Incorrect, after Maher commented the 9-11 terrorists were not cowards. He's an idiot. Uh, oh, but Neil, he says a lot of things you do. He's still an idiot, okay? And a, and a wimp. Apologize my ass. What, what did he say that was incorrect? Right. Nothing. He just wanted to keep his job. What? He just wants to keep his job. No. Like I said, a real wimp. I'll find it. Where, where the hell is it? I'll find it. Oh, there it is. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. I got news for you. The Pope couldn't hold a candle to Rick Shaw. He might like it. I wonder how old Ricky Ticky is doing now that we're not taking calls for a while, but pretty soon we'll have that problem alleviated. Next couple of days, I'll have you walk me through the whole installation of my router, right. which you claim you're going to be able to do. Well, done it before, so let's see. And so, in other words, what you're saying is if I'm not a total nincompoop? Well, that's not the only factor. And so what, what's the factor? The, the other devices that have to be plugged into it, they have to be at least as smart as you are. Well, what, what does that mean? That some devices are very plug-and-play, and they find IP addresses all by themselves, and other ones you've got to take them by the hand and tell them where to look and what to do. Either way, we'll figure it out. Well, how come I can, like, uh, hook my modem right up into mm-hmm. the computer and the internet right. is right there no problem it's a different uh, thing it's a different thing yeah than a router why is that 
or the router has to pin Now, there things. was a disk that came with this. Do I need to install that? Or yes, probably, not. probably I do. not. Not necessarily, using Windows XP. Okay, here's two experts. Yeah. Chris says yes. George I'll, I'll says no. Let Chris I'm walk sitting you here. Through it then. Duh. Well, Duh. I'll let George walk you through it. I when I installed mine, I installed the disk, and then it just did everything by itself. You did what? I installed the disk, and it did For everything what purpose? by itself. When I installed my router uh, this weekend. For what purpose? To install programs. But like George said, Windows XP, a lot of times will uh, you don't need to do that. So you are yes. a lump. Well, thank you. <clears throat> Although we got 1,200 and what? 1,290 on the survey. We'll get to 1,300 easy. Uh, that's, that's not so great. If we really had that gigantic audience that we had eight years ago, we'd have probably 2,500. Easy. Easy. But not no more. And that's that Joyce bitch over there in Naples. That's the evildoer, man. Too bad the Pope didn't go give her a good talking to when he was here. Probably should have farted in her face. Can you imagine the Pope farting with all those robes on? Well, we talked about that. Probably just stays right there. Oh, my God. Talk about musty. I wonder what William Donahue would do if the Pope farted in his face. Probably have that same grimace on his face. Yeah. I'd kiss his ring. Kiss his thing? That's the thing in this world, man. You can criticize this one. You can criticize But don't criticize us, whoever us happens to be. Criticize anybody you like, but not us. Because we right. get pissed off. Chinese, we got a dozen. We got a dozen Chinamon. Now, I'm curious. I probably shouldn't say it. Although it's not that bad. But like sometimes people will be discussing what they want to go for lunch or dinner. You want to go get chinks, you know what they'll say? Sure. Now, do you find that a derogatory term or what? Well, I'm not Chinese, so you'd have to ask one of them. Well, you know what I'm saying. You're not black Prob- either, but there's probably, words I can use. Probably what? derogatory, yeah. Yeah. Nevertheless. Well, that's not good. No. That's probably why we only got 12 uh, Chinese I would imagine they don't appreciate that. You're always saying, let's go eat chinks. That's me. Oh, wait, no. That's you. Yeah. 1295 on the poll, Chris. By the time we come back, we'll be over 1300. We're going to wait till we get 4 million uh, people on this thing. Okay. I think the whole audience has already voted at least once, maybe twice. Now, if we could just, uh oh, play one of those, you know? Just once an hour. How's that? One fart an hour? Well, yeah. so, when you have your big meeting with Jolly Joe, has he come to you the last couple of days and said, oh, let's talk on Thursday, Friday? No. No? No. Well, what's he waiting for? It's the 22th of April, for crying out loud, and you've only got till January to figure this damn thing out. What the hell is he waiting for? Hey, what are you doing for George tomorrow? What? It's Administrative Assistant Day. Don't help me. How, how do you tolerate him? How do you tolerate being in the same building? I pay for breakfast. That's right. He, he tips the uh, how again. How do you tolerate? He does? Yeah. Yeah. He makes God the call. making the kind of money you are, and George lets you tip the uh, food people? I give him money. Not enough. I sure hope so. I don't have enough. Yeah, well, George needs some money, okay? So when he's at the week from Friday, when he's at Gulfstream, mm-hmm. bring, him a, bring him a big suitcase of That's right. cash. Cash or hash, either way. Hundreds. I'll convert it to money one way or another. How about both? Please. The brokers on Wall Street don't know it yet, but a bear market is coming to get them. One, two, bad news for you. Three, four profits out the door. 
a nightmare on Wall Street. Five, six, better sell off quick. Seven, eight, cut the interest rate. Terror on the trading floor as stocks plummet into the depths of hell. <laughs> sell! Sell! Please! Sell a nightmare on Wall Street in portfolios everywhere. Nine, ten, now you broke again. Well, you broke through that barrier, Chris. You got 1304. How do you like that? All right. Bless you. What was it? Bless you. Oh. I got a story about him, thanks to Brandon. An update on your favorite <laughs> little news queen. I remember that? My colleague, Adam Kirshner, my colleague. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. As long as I live. You know, Aaron's got a great show. Yeah. Hey, boy, what's that in your mouth? Four months after leaving WFOR, CBS 4 for Columbia... Brian Andrews has landed a permanent gig with Columbia's largest TV network, RCN. Well, I bet you she's having a real good time there. We're running out of material, folks. We're not talking about women. No. He'll produce a series called Columbia Through My Eyes, and it'll be basically driving all over the country for the next two months, stopping off in small towns along the way, telling unique stories, and likely picking up male hitchhikers. Maybe some runaways. And you know who'd be interested in taking the slop over? Norma Camp. Norma Camp. Also in a few months, Brian will begin anchoring Columbia Now, RCN's first daily English language newscast. He's also freelancing for Al Jazeera and says on his blog, Columbia's Samana Magazine is interested in a daily web-based English newscast. We're not talking about women. Yeah, we know already. How do you like that? So there's little Brian Andrews who really made his mark. Not. He was on CNN for about five minutes, and even uh, they couldn't handle him. They said, we can put Ricky Ticky Sanchez on because we know he's a hyperventilating lunatic and a maniac. But other than that, the little Brian, they just, I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. Come on, get out of bed. In fact, I think Anderson Pooper, he fulfills the quota there on CNN. And, of course, what's his name with the vest? Ali Felching? Oh, yeah. I didn't know they so had that, a quota. That's enough. That's enough. Gay. Uh, hosts on CNN. 1307, probably Wolf Blitzkrieg would like to burn them in an oven somewhere. Can you imagine? Nope. Nazi bastard. You picking on the Pope again? I beg your pardon? William Donahoe is going to come at you. For what? For picking I'm on the Pope. I'm not talking about the Pope. I'm talking oh. about Wolf Blitzkrieg. Oh, that's far Bisson. I wonder if he's dating Drew Lieberman. Zionists of a feather eat matzo balls together. 1308 on the survey, still 12 Chinamon. Well, nobody cares. I'm going to get off the Chinamon. For now. Yeah, I was just going to so say. So many lines. Twice divorced former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani took communion at a mass celebrated by the Pope Saturday, and my nose is running. Breaching rules that bar those who remarry outside the church from doing so. As he left New York St. Patrick's Cathedral with his third, third wife, Judith, the failed presidential candidate, boy, he ran a hell of a campaign, didn't he? Confirmed to Reuters that he took communion from a priest. He took communion from a priest. Oh, my God. Asked if he was uncomfortable with having broken the church ban on the divorce and remarried taking communion. Giuliani said, No. The church doesn't recognize divorce and teaches that divorced Catholics are still married to their earlier partner unless the church grants them an annulment or a ruling that the initial marriage was invalid. 
Julianne Evans, well, we know he did this, he did that. Despite his Catholic faith, Julianne has espoused socially liberal political positions, such as backing a woman's right to choose an abortion and supporting gay rights, which is why in that party he had no chance. Less than none. The American Nazi Party. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Um, Donkey tooth bitch. I don't know. I just, I agree with all of the issues that she supports. Barack Obama, uh, I think the reason that most people are voting for Obama, they're just ready for a change and uh, sort of tired of the same bodies in, uh, in Washington. I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. Oh. Uh, I have had a very difficult time with this. I've been making up my mind lots of different ways for weeks now. But at this point, I feel like she is extremely well qualified. Oh. Topping our political ticker today, it is, of course, well, the Pennsylvania primary. Less than seven hours... Polls close at 8 o'clock in Pennsylvania. Less than seven hours is right. Six hours and 38 minutes, not that I'm counting. And I'll be propped on my couch with my Vicks and some real cough drops, you know. Right. That don't give you the... Um... Don't give me the runs and the explosion. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just... I mean, that was part of it, of course. But it was way beyond that. It was it was like a, a rumbling and an, a discomfort, like, like my, my insides were stretching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last year, Pope Benedict reaffirmed that Catholics who divorce and remarry cannot receive communion unless they abstain from sexual relations with their new partner. <laughs> Careful. Oh, my. Careful. <laughs> Watch out. Wow. I know. That is hysterical. Stand up. What a joke. See, only the, only the priest can have sex, and usually with, like, little boys. Okay, that's okay. And once in a while, a little girl, just to keep it, you know, balanced. It's hard. Like a hundred boys and one girl. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, a little like lopsided. But you know what I mean. Just to make it look kosher. Everything is okay in the priesthood, baby, in the rectumary. Whatever the hell they want to do, and then they cover it up and they move them all around. You know the deal. Mm -hmm. But everybody else, oh, don't you do that, and don't you touch this. And, oh, yeah, right. Cox's pops. U.S. clergy tend to leave it up to individual parishioners who are divorced to refrain from taking communion instead of excluding them from the sacred rite. Catholics believe that during Mass, the communion host and wine are transformed into the body and blood of Christ. I know that sounds really bizarre, and it is, but nevertheless. They're eaten up on the booty. At Saturday's Mass, the Pope consecrated bread and wine that was distributed to the congregation by the priest. Giuliani didn't take communion from the Pope himself. Thanks, God. Well, the Pope would be now, like, unclean. During the presidential campaign, Giuliani said he had some very, very strong views on religion that come from having wanted to be a priest when he was younger and studying theology for four years in college. Among other politicians who attended the Mass was current New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who, no kidding, is Jewish, it says. Oh, what a revelation that is. <laughs> with a name like that? Yeah, with a name like Bloomberg. Oh, Irish. Oi, Vesmir. And on Pesach, no less. But he didn't take communion. <clears throat> like it would have made sense for him to take communion. They have to put that in a story. Right. This is the news media for man. They're all a bunch of crazy people. Grave robbers, lunatics, just like us. 1313 on the survey. 12 Chinamon, 13 Colombians, 15 Jamaicans, 15 Haitians, 17 Ricans, 19 Injuns. Remember that song? One little, two little, 19 Injuns? Mm -hmm. Three Mexicans on the bottom. Nicaraguan, six, and Japanese, seven. George's favorite. Yep. Well, I guess that's your favorite. Irish are my favorite, but... You, what is? Irish. Why is that? You like that pasty complexion of the fact that they drink so much? What is it? Yeah. Not like in the things. Irish, of course. I don't like it William Donahue. All of these things. The pasty complexion? Yep. 
I like that. I like that they drink. That, like that, that red they, nose. Uh, they like, like to Flintzy? have a lot of fun. Sure. Maybe the Flintzy's got a red mm-hmm. nose. He's been eating too many hamburgers. That could be. He's doing, I'm sure, a personal yeah. South Florida search from town to town, from pillar to post, to find the best booger in town. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if the best booger in South Florida is in Tootsie's nose. Maybe the biggest booger. <laughs> that red nose. And he looks like Rudolph on a bad day. Now, when I see somebody, like Tip O'Neill used to have that big red nose. Oh, yeah. You know, that oh, always yeah. indicated to me. <laughs> Rudolph. Drunk. I mean, I could be wrong. W.C. Fields had a big red nose. <laughs> drunk. Yeah, Winston Churchill. Weinstein Churchill. He yeah. was uh, <laughs> drunk. Right. drunk. Cool. Oh, his history. He wasn't Irish. Was he an Irishman? He was an Englishman. Just a drunken Englishman. Right. And, of course, over there they drink their ale, you know, pints of ale. Just big boozers, you know. And, of course, you'd have to be. When they go to Amsterdam on a weekend, they're all drunk and loud and rowdy and obnoxious. Just because they want to make sure you realize that they're Brits. 1350 is our goal today to get to that. And then, of course, uh, the rest of the week. I don't know how long we'll leave this up there. Now, remember, we're shortened today, so. We're what? We have a shorter show today. Oh, I forgot about that. Let's uh, do the break. Yeah. Sorry. The three oh. biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Give me $50. This is Larry King live in Washington. Larry, it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you. I have to ask you this question. I heard that you're well... Uh, Hung. Yeah. Uh, could you prove it? Okay. Holy crap! The big one. Have you ever seen anything like this? Only once at the San Diego Zoo. It made me sick. How much does it weigh? 62 million pounds, I guess. Now I understand why you wear suspenders. Uh, we'll be right back. I'm Larry King Live. Don't go away. Okay, 131. Let's do another break in a minute here. Not right now, but... See, you, you screwed up, man. You forgot to remind me. Well, I forgot to remind you. You're both uh, forgetting them, yeah. old doddering fool. I forgot to remind Chris. We got eight minutes of spots, and we got like 14 minutes before the uh, press conference. Dolphins press conference coming up at 145. Any interest? No. And what's this? I'm going to hand it off to jerks. What? What? What in God's name are you talking about? That was one of the options that uh, the Clarence, uh, you know, laid out. He ate out. Yeah, that's what. That's what he did. So what is it we're going to do after the last break? They're going to tell us uh, when they're approaching the podium, and we're just going to throw it to them, and then they're going to handle it from there. They're going to handle it? Somehow. They got rubber gloves on. If I was on. you, I wouldn't let Clarence handle it. Could no, be wrong, but I don't think so. Harry's got rough hands. Really? Uh, maybe he'll bring some new Neutrogena. 1321 on Chris's pull. And still talk Chinaman. Yeah, I think we better do the second break, because otherwise... I mean, you know, I hate to do it this way, but you guys uh, screwed me all up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. He sounds like a moron. This time. Every time he speaks. the way God wants to speak. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can cause he wants to make new Orleans and I don't care what people are saying. Sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. He compares the vocals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make a new Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. 
It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll off Juan Valdez, Renegan can. Renegan can. You know I can. Ray Megan can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. No other way. Okay, 139. <clears throat> and, of course, the big press conference. These last few minutes, this has been an abortion, you know? Yeah. This has been really bad. And oh, well. the um, first pick, Dolphins will select Michigan offensive tackle Jake Long. That's what the press conference is to announce. Mm-hmm. We always have press conferences to announce things that are anticlimactic that already everybody knows. Hey, hey, don't knock it. We have a news conference at 145 to announce an agreement of terms with offensive tackle Jake Long, who will become the first selection of this year's NFL draft on Saturday. After two weeks of negotiations centered solely around Long, I think that's answering the question, is Jake Long? I remember Jake Scott. Remember him, Chris? I know the name. Agent Tom Condon of the Dolphins reached a deal that will avoid what could have been a potentially messy holdout had the negotiations lasted beyond Saturday's draft. The decision to focus on long occurred largely as a result of in-depth research into the risk involved with selecting a tackle during the first round. The team's findings during that breakdown of past tackles have led them toward feeling more comfortable about the prospect of selecting long over such prospects as defensive ends Chris Long and Vernon Golston. They just know they want somebody who's long. There you go. Can we all get along? So that's what they're going to announce, and we're going to uh, get out of here in four minutes and eight seconds. So what's the deal now? With what? Take that break, well, and then you... we'll uh, fill it. Oh, no, we've well, that's right. We've got to do another break? No, no, no. We've done all breaks. We've done wait, all wait, breaks. wait, wait, wait. We're done. What? We're done. We did all breaks. What, what are you talking about? Like I said when we first said it, I moved the last break up, so we've done all of our. Well, no spots. wonder those breaks seemed like uh, the end of the world, like on and on. And I'm looking. Oh, I was wondering why you went so early to it. What? That's why I wondered why you went so early to that last one. Because you're not communicating well. Because you're a toad. That's what I told That's you. That's what George told me. Thirteen thirty on your survey. You're not going to get to thirteen fifty. I, I think we've we've exhausted the audience. We got 12 Chinamen, though. Pretty, pretty deflating to look at that thing and see the way that the ethnic people have just abandoned us like we had leprosy. And what's Clarence worried about? Oh, we got a press conference with the dolphins. We don't want to get the dolphins upset. We got to put on Jake along. Idiot. Total, absolute idiot. But that's what we're dealing with, as, as you well know. The jockocracy. Oh, I sure like to smell that jock. Mmm, pungent. Yeah, the aroma puts you in a musky. coma. Musty and musky. Remember Ed Musky? He was crying. No. You don't remember Ed Musky? No. Who? He was crying about they picked on his wife during the campaign in 72, and he didn't get the nomination. Guys who cry generally don't get picked, you know? Is that right? Not very macho? <clears throat> no, it wasn't a macho thing. Either. Of course, when Swarry got all teared up, that right, was okay. worked for her. Oh, yeah, that was fine, because that made her, like, almost human. Almost. Being the operative term. I'm scouring there to see what's going on in Pennsylvania, but not much information about the size of the turnout or, you know, is Jake Long or anything like that. So here I sit with my hanky. Yeah, all broken hearted. On my nose. Yeah, all broken hearted. Didn't fart it, though. 
I don't want to get joyced right before we do this, Dolphin. And, and what's the deal? I just get up and walk out of here now? Yep. Just walk away. Now? No, not yet. Oh, Jerks is going to be around after this thing is over. He can, right. he can uh, confabulate about this whole deal. Because I don't know anything about Jake Long or any of that stuff. I don't want to say crap. Do you know anything about Jake Long, George? Nope. Let me see his picture again out here, see if he looks pretty good. I mean, at least they could draft. You know, on that team, they got so many ugly guys. Couldn't they, like, once, just once? That's why they didn't want Brady Quinn. He looked too good. They don't like that. Let's see. Dolphins take a shot uh, with Jake Long. There it is. Well, he's got the helmet on. Yeah, you can't really tell. It looks like he's got a beak, you know, like a bird. Okay. But you can't tell when the helmet is on. And he's got that uniform on. He's got a, tattoos all over, too. He's got a big husky left arm. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you the big O rock solid has measured the, with calipers the size of those arms. You know when they do that NFL combine? No, I don't. Oh yeah, and they measure all the body parts of the. Uh, do they really? Oh yes, that's why the big O goes there every year. He even used to pay his own way. Now Jolly Joe, who doesn't want to pay anybody else, but he pays for uh, the big O to go there because it's important crap. He'll be in uh, New York for the draft this Saturday. Well, there you go. See what I mean? He's a real jock sniffer. A real fart smeller. So now let, let me just turn on here. We've got 50 million sports channels. Maybe one of them thinks this is important. I doubt it because it has nothing to do with hockey or the Blue Jays. Well, there's Fish TV, Sportsnet Connected. No, they got Sam Mitchell. Let's see. I don't know. They're in commercial break. Tennis. You want to hear some tennis on the radio? Sure. Of Russian guys with names I can't pronounce, or Czech maybe, I don't know. Czech's in the mail. The score, you think maybe on the score it'll be? Player, there's no question about it. He's a great player that the team that he came up with and has broken into and, and become great with has decided now to cut him loose and trade him. Uh, that is. No, that ain't it. And that's probably some hockey crap. You know how obsessive they are here? Well, where might it be? It could be on TSN. What do you think? The Sports Network, what do you think? I, I don't know. I don't know where to find the sports <laughs> coverage. they got tennis on now. They're not going to interrupt the tennis for that. Let's see about the other feed. Oh, I don't have it in here. I have it in the other room. Maybe I'll go in the other room and turn it up real loud. There you go. So, so what's the story now? Do we do we have somebody there? We have an engineer there that's uh, going well, to that, tell. That isn't what I room. asked. If we have an engineer, I don't there. think we have any. Like you know, we probably have a reporter out there, but nobody that's going to come on the air to say, "All right, we're ready." But the engineer tree will tell the other oh control room. The control room will tell me, and then we'll tell you. And by the time that gets all around, they'll be halfway through the press conference. Yep. Pronounce something we already know. It's Jake Long, baby, number one draft pick for your, your Miami Dolphins, your 1-15 in 15 Dolphins. Yeah. And you know what you know what tuna smells like, don't you? I do. It smells like fish. Fish. So it's uh, already 146. See, I hate these deals. What they should do is have somebody out there. I mean, you know, obviously they have to pay somebody. They don't want to do that because then they couldn't pay the big O to go to New York for the draft. They could pay somebody to go out there and then, you know, like uh, give a, a build up and he'll be able to see when somebody's approaching the podium and all, all these things, you know. Which generally, when they say 145, we could be here till 2 o'clock. We could be here yep. till uh, hell freezes over. Well, good thing we already ate. I didn't. I got Red Lobster coming up at 2. I'll just go and fill my day. water. I got a hot date, and first I got to go pee. So we've done all the breaks, all the spots. Yep, everything is out of the way. Well, you are a crazy person. I perfectly, we purposely pushed them back a little bit so we can get them all in there, and 
and you uh, screwed me up. It's all right. I know it wasn't intentional. Not. I'm not George. I'm not trying to screw you up. No, that's not what Rebecca said. She said, look, I didn't read the rest of it. Look how Oh, there was Chris. more to that one? Oh, yeah. She said, Chris is trying to destroy the show. He's working for uh, Joel Feinberg. Damn, she figured it out. She doesn't know Joel Feinberg ain't across the street anymore, but you might be working for him anyway. His daddy might still have a few bucks right. left after all the millions he lost with that stupid sports station. How are those other sports stations coming? The other 45 of them? Yeah, right. I hear Ray Perry is running around town with, with like, uh, sandwich boards. They're setting the world on fire. The five WFTLs. So, see, if you would have told me this, I'd have gone home. I'd have gone to the other room and laid down. Right. Well, that's why I didn't tell you. Because this is not the way to run a railroad. I mean, this is well, you know, what I'm sitting here in the dark. What? I said, how's it going, eh? How can we not have anybody there? If this is so important that we got to carry it, how can we not have anybody there at the site, at the podium, with a microphone, killing time, filling time like I'm doing right now, and God only knows when they're going to say, oh, throw it to a... Well, who am I going to throw it to? To uh, Bill Parcells, probably. Bill Parcells? Maybe Ireland. I'm going to throw it to Bill Parcells, that fatso, that big tuna. Oh, you can't say that on the Dolphin Station. I just said it. My God. How, what, he just turned about 95, Bill Parcells? He's had some great years 100 years ago. How come they don't bring back Vince Lombardi? I think he's kind of dead. Or George Hallis. I think he's kind of dead, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just a little bit, though. On that thing with the Cubs, the 60 years of WGN and the Cubs, they showed Harry Singh and Take Me Out to the Ball again. Then they showed some other people, including Mike Ditka. I have never... I wish I could have recorded that. You have never heard anything so embarrassing in your life. Just, just screaming and shouting like a, a crazy person. I think I heard, like, <coughs> lowlights of that. Yeah, it was lowlights, all right. <laughs> I may have to take it up to lozenge. Uh-oh, careful. Because it's already four minutes past post time. Well, just uh, sit on the can while you, uh, you know. Well, I'm, I'm serious. How, how long is this going to drag on? Because you know as well as I do, any of these press conferences never, ever start right on, on time. time. Right. Poster second. Rambinolo is just in behind those two. Well, look at that. We're missing all the races from the Meadows. Maybe Dave Polono win another 11 today or something like that. We missed all the good races from the Meadows and the bad ones, too. And all the screaming, puking calls by Roger. I'm an egotist. Houston. Here's the answer to uh, when the press conference is going to start. Got only know. That's right. Since you mentioned. Well, it's only 149. We'll have some filler music in the back anyway. Post time. Push on here. You know what this is? This is vintage Clarence Nero. That's what this is. Typical. Nobody out there. Uh, now, now, you guys able to see it? Are they carrying it on local TV? Uh, give it a shot. Turn on 4, 6, 7, 10, 23, 51. No speaking English. 4's got a soap opera. Yeah. 6 has a soap opera. Yeah. 7. Seven has uh, Matlock. Oh, no. And Ten has an ad bear commercial. Well, maybe you want to stick with Ten. Oh, I doubt it. See, if it was like a real market and they had like a sports TV station, like they've got 8,000 of them here. Maybe Sunshine. What about that? You got it on your cable? Sunshine I don't know what channel Sunshine is. What is it? I don't know what channel Sunshine is on this cable. Well, diddle around for it. Diddling. Fiddling. People are searching for it. Piddling. Like Del Shannon. It's like in the 30s or the 40s. See, he knows. I think it's like 35, 36, 33, 32. 
got it? Still got it. Got it. I found it. Tell us how easy it is. It's just a picture of an empty podium with a bunch of microphones. Got it? There it is. Yeah, boxing. Boxing? Boxing. Oh. Oh, my God. Clarence, I want to tell you this. There's a special place in hell with your name on it, reserved for you. Yeah, I did offer to uh, cross-talk with Jax. What, what does that mean? Clarence suggesting what we can do to, uh, you know, fill time, kill time until the uh, press conference starts. Cross-talk about what? Oh, you know, the log. You both know your logs. Yeah, I've seen a few logs. That's right. Maybe more than him. So, in other words, your illustrious program director, he hasn't got a, a clue what's going on over there. He's not in touch with anybody. Yeah, you could have ended that sentence way earlier. Oh, well, yeah. Put a period after clue. 152 now. Seven minutes past post time. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about. Uh, what's his name? Jake Clarence Powell. liked my line. He's a, you know, he's a big fan of my I'll punch him in the head, okay, if he can find a brain. God, what a moron. And it would it would still be bad, but on a day when I was like feeling human and like not sick as a dog, it would, you know this is not the best day. Not that I'm complaining, you understand. <laughs> you do get it. I get it. As well, often as I can. Twenty and uh, is uh, you know where your kids are now? Do you know where the dolphins are now? The one in fifteen dolphins. You can always play some more music, like Eric Kumaro is going to line up for the dolphins. I'll never forget that day. Joe Zagaki came on on IOD and said it so breathlessly, like. Like it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Eric Kumaro is going to light up for the dolphin with that usual illiterate you know, sound of his. George Zagaki sucks, okay? That dull okay. sound of his. And, of course, Clarence works with him, so birds of a feather sound dull together. <sighs> what? No, nothing. Well, it's only 1.53. We're <laughs> yeah, only no. eight minutes past right. post time. Is well, there, is there a... Uh, so, what about Channel 10? Do you go back there? Yeah, I'm flipping all back and forth, yeah. So, in other words, this is so important that none of the local TV stations feel compelled to televise it. Well, you know none of the local TV because stations feel it like Everybody we do here on this radio station. Everybody knows exactly what's being announced, and they're not going to interrupt their regularly scheduled programming. Right. They're not rubbing liniment on themselves like we are here at this station. And by we, I mean them. What, what are you babbling about? Nothing. And, and what's going to happen when you go, oh, well, we can put it in Jerks' fine hands, too. Yep. And then he can kill about a half an hour. Because there, if there's one thing we've learned over the years, that every time, like, like they were, had a threat of a transit strike here. Yeah. Over the weekend in Toronto. And supposedly the uh, deadline for negotiations was 4 o'clock on Sunday. For two hours on City Pulse, they showed the podium with a whole bunch of microphones and a bunch of engineers running around, until they finally came out and said, oh, we reached agreement, no strike. Two hours. Mm-hmm. And if you think I'm sitting here another two hours, man. See, you gave me a false sense of hope. I didn't give Chris, you a false sense Chris of hope. Chris gave me a false sense of hope. How did I give his fault either? Because you said we're out of here early, 145. That's why. That's what we were all told. Josh you came in here like breathless. Well, he, you should Time know that he time. lies like a uh, bandit. Josh came in, do you believe anything he would say? Like Mad Dog says, we wouldn't believe anything he would say if his tongue was notarized. Clarence. He came in there. First of all, what the hell's he doing in there? Program directed. Yeah, playing PD, huh? Oh, my God. I, I mean, I, I got a lot of stuff here. I, I got a great story of superdelegates ran on Clinton's parade. Yeah, well, read it slow. I don't have time to do it because in the middle of like the first sentence you're going to say, oh, we got to go to the press conference or something like that. Hey, that would be a good way to get it to start. 
Wow, yeah. Susan Lucci looks old. Susan Lucci is 140 <laughs> years. Don't tell Ficky Carlos that. He'll punch you in a uh, sack. Oh, well. He'll grab your sack. in a long time, and it's on Channel 10, and wow, she looks bad. She's ancient. Well, that's what happens when you don't see somebody for 30 years. Now, what's the deal? Uh, you know what, what we have. This is it. This is the deal. Hold your breath. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait for what? The press conference. Press conference where they're going to make an announcement that we already know what it is? That's right. I mean, all I had to do was go to the Herald website, which anybody else could do with half a brain, like Clarence. Uh, I mean, half a brain. 1340 on the survey. Very, very slow. And that's because Clarence and Joyce and Jolly Joe have destroyed the show. But that's okay. We've got another five and two, three years to go. As long as those checks keep coming. And George wants a big, fat raise. No questions asked. He's got a family to support. That's He's right. got other people Bills. on the side. He's, uh, you know, diddling. Hey, He's they don't cost money. They don't cost money. Stuff. All my hobbies are, you know, they pay all for that themselves. All expensive weed, you got it. They pay for themselves, all my hobbies, except for the roller skating. 156, we're 11 minutes past post time. We always so could just throw to Jason early. Oh, we got, what? We could always just throw it to Jason early. Why, why would I want to do that? I'm not going to, like, uh, put the ball in his hands. He'd probably uh, slam, slam a jam. Go ahead. Put he two was over willing there. to do it for an hour. So I don't want to put my ball minutes. in his hands, believe me. Because then he'll start talking about that crap again. Maybe he'll dribble it. I sure hope not. I've been dribbling myself here the last 24 hours. Mostly at the nose, at the nose thank God. Not the hose, the nose. 157, it's coming up in 20 seconds. So so what do we do here? We're doing it. This is what we do. You know something? This is so incredibly Bush League, so embarrassing, so absolutely unacceptable. But that's Clarence, man. It's Little Boy Radio. There are, there are two ways to do things in, in this business. There's the right way, and there's the Clarence way. Which at least he's consistent, because it's always, not usually, not most of the time, it's always the wrong way. I could spin some more wax, some more Beach Boys. Yeah, spin my ass. Okay. <laughs> Here, sit on this pinwheel. I mean, it started with running 85 minutes of spots in about 20 minutes. So that, that started. This sounds like sabotage. This is the spin cycle. Yeah, spin, yet. spin the dreidel. <laughs> Eat a canadle and spin the dreidel. And then take a ladle and get some chicken soup. That's what I could use, you know? Yeah. Although I think that clam chowder at Red Lobster will do me good today, don't you? I do. Although I don't know because it's like milk-based. Yeah, you know, I just thought of that. Oh, that. I, I have some chicken, have some chicken soup. soup. I'll clear you right out. Listen, if you think I'm going to argue about where I'm having lunch today, the fact that I'm being honored two days in a row with a lunch appearance. Okay. You, you, you just don't get it. See, once upon a time I had a rich, full life, as Mr. Ego would say. Well, once upon a time I had Oh, there's Oliver. Gold, and I'll it's give still you still available to you, man. What? Rich, full life. No. Sure it is. Just go get you. Go just get go back to Miami. Miami. It'll be a lot better. Give me that Chinese a Canadian guy. There you go. I'll tell you one thing. If I did, boy, some people would never see me again. I don't want to mention any names, but... Right, but... Ay, caramba. Puto. <laughs> Puto and Pluto. For example, he just sent me a message saying he would see me at 2.15, and I said, here oh, or up there? God. He writes back, yes. <laughs> well, I guess I guess it's either one of the above. I, I'm, I'll wait here. I'll wait. And if nobody shows up, I'll take a nap. I apologize to the audience for this abortion. Probably we had a whole bunch of right-to-life people picketing outside the studio. 
the anti-abortion crowd, the fetus huggers, because this has been for 30, about 40 minutes now, an absolute total abortion. Yeah, but to follow this. I mean, I wouldn't even do this to jerks. Yeah, with, well. with or without his log. Am I going to play the legal ID? Yeah, you otter, fodder. <laughs> oh my God! I'll, I'll do it right on time, though. You know how uh, important that's right to be punctual. Mm-hmm. And the really bad news is our our total on tabulation on that thing is thirteen forty. That's where it stopped. That, that's the audience. That's what Clarence has left us with. 1,340 listeners. Thank you, Clarence. You jackass. You simpleton. You farbison. You jock-sniffing and licking idiot. I, I bet you he's the guy who's going to go in the locker room and find out is, is Jake Long. Wouldn't surprise me. I think they draw straws for the honor. Yeah. The Something like, like looks like a straw. The biggest names, the best talent. And your home for Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Oh, 